2: It's six o'clock, I'm Simon Oxley. The headlines fall in penalty points for drivers caught on the phone, Miliband rejects SNP offer and anger over Hertfordshire school places.
0: BBC Three
2: Counties Radio. The BBC has found there's been a sharp fall in the number of drivers receiving penalty points for using a mobile phone at the wheel. A Freedom of Information request to all forces has revealed a fall of nearly 25% last year with more people being offered an awareness course. More from Jim Taylor.
3: Both the Transport Secretary Patrick McLaughlin and the head of the Metropolitan Police, Sir Bernard Hogan Howe, have floated the idea of doubling the number of penalty points given for driving while using a mobile, from three up to six. Research suggests the offence is as common now as it was six years ago. Fewer calls are being made, but more texting and checking on social media is taking place. These new figures, though, suggest that, in fact, fewer penalty points are being handed out. Instead, tens of thousands of
2: offenders are being offered the chance to pay for and attend an awareness course, similar to those offered for speeding. Ed Miliband has rejected a direct offer from the SNP leader, Nicola Sturgeon, for their parties to go into coalition to stop the Conservatives returning to power. The clash came during last night's televised election debate, featuring five opposition leaders. Paul Baines is a political analyst from Cranfield University.
4: Overall, if if you had to pick... A winner, then probably the winner, uh, I think, would be uh, would be Labour, because the only real possibility uh, against the uh, Conservatives. And they
2: got airtime, and the Conservatives didn't. A man was airlifted to hospital after a crash which closed the M1 in Hertfordshire last night. The motorway was closed southbound between junctions nine and eight from around 6:30. Later, the M1 was closed northbound between Milton Keynes and Northampton after a car went down an embankment at around 11:30. Two people had to be freed by fire crews. Harfordshire County Council say 95% of children have been allocated a place at one of their preferred schools, but nearly one in five missed out on their. First first choice and over 800 were not given any of the three primary schools they listed. Hertfordshire's Director of Education, Andrew Simmons, has described the process as a significant challenge. Candace Monk didn't get a place for her daughter at any of the schools she applied for.
5: I'm angry. I don't see what the point of the the system is because they've, they've basically just put me wherever they wanted to um and the school that i'm in is it's not a huge traveling distance but in traffic in the morning you're still talking 45 minutes in a car so, it's gutting, it's absolutely gutting.
2: A stash of stolen catalytic converters has been found under a bush in Dunstable. Community support officers found 16 hidden in Watling Street. Bedfordshire police say 72 have been stolen in the Dunstable area over the past four months. In sport, England need eight wickets on the final day to win the first test in Antigua. The West Indies will resume on 98 for two, chasing an unlikely 438 to win. And practice starts at midday our time for Sunday's Bahrain Grand Prix, with Hertfordshire's Lewis Hamilton looking to follow up last weekend's win in China. The weather, a mix of cloud and sunny spells, the chance of a light shower this afternoon, a maximum temperature 13 degrees Celsius, and you can get the latest news and sport online at bbc.co.uk
6: slash three counties. Can't sex sometimes just be about bish, bash, bosh, let's get on with the grouting? That's one way
7: of looking at it. Thanks to Kelly Betts for pulling that off. <laughs> and thanks to a listener for bringing that to my attention. Busy show this morning. Um, 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 penalty points, a great big hole, an 80-year-old strong man, and Catherine's de- dressed like a, she's going to a, a dance in the
8: 1950s. A
0: hop, indeed.
7: <clears throat> if you want to take part, well, you can't.
0: Across beds, hearts oh, and bucks. This,
7: this is, is, is BBC Three Counties Radio. This is
0: what I want
7: to do. This is why I'm going to play a brilliant song in a minute. David Cassidy, The Partridge Family. It's an epic song, right? But this is what I want to do. Th- this, this first hour is something very, very special that only a few people are aware of, OK? Mm-hmm. I don't know what to call it. Someone called it the magic hour. Yeah, I quite like that. Although people might think it means we're like magic, the radio station. Yeah. I like the lost hour. Listen, this hour, guys, technically it's mine. But metaphorically, it's yours. What's that buzz? Is that this again?
8: So it's buzzing. The,
9: the forgotten idiot. hour. Huh? The forgotten hour. OK,
7: so that's an example of a bad suggestion. Mm. The secret hour. OK, she's going to keep doing this, isn't she? OK. Hour, hour. There we go. So that's I've stopped that now by actually turning her microphone off. That's censorship. I've just censored Kelly Betts. Um, is she still doing them? Hour, hour. She's going on, OK. So... So what I want this this hour because there's not many people listening I've seen the figures it's literally about eight people listening and the people say oh yeah I listen on listen again I've included you in those figures so I uh, I want uh, the listeners to come up with a title for this hour yeah. and also in this hour from now on I want us own I want us to do a phone in topic and a texting topic that we only do in this hour. And
8: we never refer to it again.
7: Yeah, and at seven o'clock, boom, it stops, and we never mention it again. And if people call in and text about that, well, that's just tough. We don't You'd know what it. you're talking about. We don't know what you're talking about. So today, I want to know everything. In fact, we can all come can up with a topic. It, can we call it nightclub? Oh, for crying out loud! What it
8: is, works on two levels. What is, is this? Is, is, it's virtually the night.
7: That was the idea that was rejected before they came up with the hitman and her.
8: Was
7: it? <laughs> I don't know.
8: They <laughs> should have called it Old Man in a Disco.
7: My, my um, topic for the, um, th- th- this hour, that we don't know every name for it yet, is um, what, do you know hmm. what do you know about Moldova? What do you know about Moldova? What do you know about Moldova? I forgot her name. I keep, can I keep going? Kerry? Hello. Kenny. What do you know about Moldova?
8: Um, that it would fit really nicely into that song there were ten in the bed and the little... Hey Moldova. Moldova! Moldova! You know
7: what I'm talking about Moldova? Why? Oh this is brilliant! Tell me. Britain we've got a traitor in our midst so we haven't anymore he's Moldovian. Who, who? Who? Britain's the world's number one taekwondo expert is British was british he's now gone to moldova the british taekwondo association wouldn't let him fight karate style in the 2012 olympics they wouldn't let him fight and So he's gone uh do you know what i'm going to take moldovan uh, citizenship and go and fight for them so in 2016 uh, brazilian um olympic yeah he's going to be fighting for moldova not for us he's the world's number one we've let him escape just because we wouldn't let him fight. Just because we wouldn't let him fight. I don't know anything <laughs> about Moldova. So, for, you come up with one, ca- Catherine. You can come up with one as well, Kelly. Uh, I'd like to know your things about Moldova, please. Graham's called in. What do you know about Moldova, Graham? Uh, I know it
10: was a former republic state. it's all
7: I earth. There we go. We've got our first fact. It's a former republic state. That's wonderful. What have you got for us, Graham? Why are you ticking? Um, You're not a bomb, are you? Is this a bomb threat? No. <laughs> no, it's
11: the indicators. Your
7: indicators. OK, thank you. What would
11: you like to um, say, Gray?
7: Oh. Um, I think Kelly's idea was good. Arrow. Right. Okay, thanks for calling, Gray.
12: Unbelievable.
7: What would you like to say? I would like to make a suggestion for the name of the first hours chit chat. Oh, let's be having it, Sai. What you got? Uh, I've got it based on the BBC Free CR. Why don't you
10: call it like for the Ollie Martins theme? He loves that word. Three colleagues ragging.
7: <laughs> <laughs> I, I like that. I, I I kinda like a little ver- ragging around. I think that might be yeah. that, that might be something. I've lost yes, it. I've got okay. to tidy my clips up. Where's my clip of of uh, Ollie? Oh, here we go, here we go. Ragging around. With Ian, Catherine and Kelly. <laughs> oh, exactly. Simon, listen, thank you for that. That's, let's put that on the list. Let's put, Ragging around. We'll, we'll do it in a second, because we've got to do this news, but we're going to do it now. We're going to clear the whiteboard of everything. From, from, we're just going to put down suggestions <laughs> for the title of uh, this hour That's between cool, six and that? seven. Huh? Rubber. Where's the rubber? Just use your arm, mate. Oh no. Do it we'll do it in a minute. Let's we gotta do a new story actually, I've just remembered. Oh. Rag oh I do like that though. Ragging around with Ian, Catherine and Kelly. Ragging around. What are you doing between six and seven? Oh we're just Ragging around. Oh, I like it. That's a good one, Simon. Thank you, mate. I like it because it shows he's been paying attention. Yeah. Hey, we had this fella get in touch with you yesterday. It's like killing a bee with a bazooka.
8: We did. I oh, was delighted. <laughs> Apparently he's
7: called Rob. Oh, you know oh Oh, I've just had an idea that's so sexual. What we're going to do? We're going to do a live show where we're going to get all of this, all of these people to come on. We go, Les German, it's uh, Rob, and Rob just comes up to the microphone. He just he just stands there. There's this, uh, there's a huge round of applause. Rob comes up to the microphone and he goes.
13: It's like killing
7: a bee with a bazooka. Hooray! He walks off. Next one comes on. Ladies and gentlemen, would you please welcome uh, um, uh, the former PCC of uh, where is he? Bedfordshire. The current. Uh, the current pitch. Pe- so I do apologise. It's Mr. Ollie Martins. It's ragging around. Hooray! It's going to be awesome. We've got to do this story, otherwise I'll get told off. But I, I've already. My mind is distracted. Hey, here's this, here's something, guys. Here's some facts and numbers. There's been a sharp fall in the number of drivers getting caught using a mobile phone at the wheel. You pick us a winner.
8: No, I've got a really um it really nose. Gone.
7: Figures. Figure show last year, seventy-three thousand fixed penalty notices were issued in England and Wales. That's down almost twenty-five percent on the previous year. Catherine's been uh, crunching the stats between her thighs. What's this fall being put down to, Catherine, please? Well, this
8: decrease is being put down to more drivers attending speed awareness courses similar to those offered for speeding, right? This is what the police say. The suspicion is oh. that people, a fewer people are being caught. Yeah,
7: they, they had a little blitz and then they stopped.
8: There's a course um, being used by police forces across England to re-educate people caught on their mobiles called, it's got a catchy name, do you want to hear it?
7: Um, yeah, go on.
8: What's driving us? Hey,
7: what's driving us?
8: When it launched in 2012, 12,000 people went on it. Last year it leapt up to just under 100,000.
7: How many deaths are caused by drivers using mobile phones behind the wheel? In
8: 2013, for example, the use of the mobile at the wheel was a factor in 22 fatal accidents oh, recorded and proven. And That's likely to be under reporting of the true figure because you just can't tell in some cases. More than 500,000 motorists used their mobile phones whilst driving last year that we know of. Paul Newman is founder of the campaign group Hands Off. Um, he is uh, the brother of someone who was killed by a driver who was using his mobile. It's
14: destroyed our family. It's it's devastated us losing a beautiful sister. Um, because of somebody who used a mobile phone. It's you know, you don't get over something like that. It affects you when you lose
7: somebody. Well, it's a very sad situation, of course. Uh, the law surrounding uh, the law using a mobile phone behind the wheel—it's illegal, isn't it? Yes, yeah, it's been
8: illegal to drive in the UK whilst using a handheld mobile phone since December twenty—sorry, uh, two thousand and three, when drivers could be fined thirty pounds. Previous to this, uh, legislation was only that a motorist would face pos- prosecution for using a mobile phone if they were charged with failing to keep control of the car whilst using it. Now, from February twenty—sorry, uh, two thousand and seven, the fine doubled to sixty pounds, and using a handheld mobile phone behind the wheel became an endorsable offence, you can get points for it, with three penalty points added to the offender's licence. In August 2013, the department increased the initial fine drivers received uh, for getting caught using their phone from £60 to £100. And then in July last year, Transport Secretary Patrick McLaughlin said he wanted to double the points penalty for mobile phone
7: use. I I often see people using what what is, I believe, called cradles. You can buy them for, like, £6.99 in petrol stations, you stick to your your dashboard and you put your phone on it. They're okay, are they? I had
8: one of those until pretty recently recently, um, drivers can use a hand-free mobile phone as long as it has a, a cradle attached to your dashboard okay. and can be operated remotely, but if you stopped for driving in a poor or careless manner and the police discover that you're using a hands-free mobile phone, you could still be prosecuted for not having proper control of your vehicle, the penalty for which is the same as for using a handheld phone while driving, a £60 fine and, and three penalty points. Also, if you are in a genuine emergency situation and it would be unsafe for you to stop, there is an exemption in place that allows motorists to call the emergency services on 999 or 112 while driving. What's 112? I have no idea. Is 112 an actual...
7: Well, obviously, it's an actual number. It's 112. I've about
8: 101.
1: Guys? Travel news for beds, hearts, and bugs.
0: BBC Three Counties Radio. There were delays of up to 45
15: minutes on the trains this morning because of a signal failure at Wembley Central. It's affecting London Midland services between London Euston and Tring and between Milton Keynes Central and Shepherd's Bush. On the motorways, it's not looking too bad at the moment. It's quite clear on the M25 and the A1M's moving fine. On, in Milton Keynes, on Standing Way, there's roadworks around the Kingston roundabout, which could cause some delays later on this morning. And it could be busy in High Wickham through the roadworks on Marlow Hill that are just outside the leisure centre. Samantha Breath, BBC Three Counties Radio.
7: Thank you very much, Sammy. Turns out 112 is an emergency number you can dial from your telephone for free. Who knew that? I didn't. it is. uh, Friday the 17th of April, I'm Ian Lee. These are your headlines on BBC Three Counties Radio. The BBC has found there's a sharp fall in the number of drivers receiving penalty points for using a mobile phone at the wheel. Ed Miliband has rejected a a direct offer from the SNP leader, Nicola Sturgeon, for their parties to go into coalition and then to pop out for a KFC. And nearly one in five children have missed out on their first choice of primary school in Hertfordshire. BBC
0: Three Counties Radio. Friday, June the 5th, is the first
16: ever BBC Music Day, aiming to bring people together across the UK through their love of music. As part of the day, we're searching for local unsung heroes. Do you know someone who's giving a big musical contribution to their community? From supporting young musicians to leading a choir, anyone who's making a lasting difference in your area through music could be one of the five heroes chosen to receive a VIP invite to a major BBC music event. Nominations for the
7: so I'm so sorry, Kelly spoke to me. Not blaming you at all, Kelly. I'm sorry. No, no, no. You I'm spoke. So I was trying to queue up a record. I'm looking at where we're going next. I see that we've got Percy Sledge on the computer and we're not playing that because we're not playing songs on the computer. I see we've got Justin coming up next. And then Kelly spoke to me, and so my reaction was to press stop, because <laughs> <So laughs> my brain was going, there is way too much information going on, boy. You've just got to stop it. What were you saying, Kelly? I
9: actually saw you put the record on. And I thought I'll wait until he's done that, and then I'll
7: speak <laughs> to him. It turns out so I had, I had, hang on, I had record. I had Justin uh, queued up there. I was uh, I had Percy Sledge. Um, and I had the story so the f- four things the f- it means that the fifth thing was the thing that the straw that broke my camel's oh, back I'm so sorry what was the fifth thing Kelly
9: I learnt about 112 yesterday on a speeding awareness course
7: a speeding awareness course yeah. and do
9: you know what else I learnt yesterday <laughs> yeah go on mate I'll tell you go on. you know when you're driving along the motorway <clears throat> yeah and you have to pull over on the hard shoulder yes. for whatever reason you're supposed to park slightly diagonal
7: well do you know what I I have noticed that that's what the coppers do yeah when, uh...
9: I've never
8: seen anybody do it coppers nose, do it all the time nose in or nose out nose,
7: nose in. in nose nose out away from the
8: yeah, 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 yeah. I'd say nose in because you're nosing into the barrier. Well,
7: I would say nose out, but uh, you're right, Just. <laughs> Hello, boss. Nose in or out? Uh,
8: nose
17: out for me, I think. Thanks very much. <laughs> <laughs>
7: Giza, Giza, mm. Giza, Giza, The hairy hour. Do no, we've got to put it on the board, Catherine? But I I, 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 don't like it. No, I know, and I don't want to look at it. But you're gonna have to put it on the board. <laughs> we are the, the, for those who've just switched in. This first hour is a very, very special hour. We are looking for a. To- we're making a secret little club, and you're not supposed to do that in radio. You're supposed to be inclusive. Well, we're going to be exclusive. I might even get membership cards printed up. Um, And uh, we were looking for a title for the first hour, and we're going to do topics that we only do in the first hour. They don't get carried over. Uh, Mine is... Um, or you could do one as well if you want, Justin, and Catherine, we're waiting for yours and yours, Kelly. Mine is, what do we know about Moldova? After the world's number one taekwondo champion was British, the Brits wouldn't let him fight. So he's gone to Moldova. He's going to be fighting for Moldova. Good for him, I. And the British Taekwondo Association we were on the news last night going, oh, it's a real shame. I don't know why. He's he wouldn't do it. He did it because
17: you guys wouldn't let him fight. Well, from what I hear, the streets in Moldova are very clean. <laughs> Stick that one down.
7: Yeah. Oh, right, they've got clean streets. Apparently. Oh, okay. so it's a former republic state and it's got clean streets. Beautiful. Catherine, have you got a little uh, thing you want to throw out? Legs
8: in or legs out. People are confused at the moment because we are British and the sun has been out and it's been quite warm. Now, yesterday I saw a woman like me... Well... ..wearing black tights... Very
7: few women like you, Catherine.
8: (laughs) ..wearing black tights and kind of buttoned up and then she was walking next to a woman wearing shorts. What the...? I also saw a man wearing shorts on the bottom... Where where you're supposed to put them? Yeah. And a fleece on top. We're all confused. So mm. the question I'm asking is: legs out or legs in? Oh, legs in. Every... No, legs Sorry. out.
17: Come on. No, Enjoy I'm it. comfortable
8: with my legs out because I am very, 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 very white. And uh, yeah, I used to get called milk bottle legs at school. I...
17: <laughs> I've never seen you wear shorts, dearly oh, I wear shorts quite a bit. Yeah, just just not for you. Okay. You got anything you want to throw into the mix? Uh, yeah, you uh, said earlier on about phone-ins. Yep. Um, well, our, our next story this morning is about this giant hole oh, in the this is the hole
7: in... This is amazing. Yep. The hole is a. Um, uh, 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 it's not just any old hole. It's a huge kind of well that opened up when his little girl was jumping up and down in the back garden.
17: Absolutely. So, my phone-in for you, and uh, I put this on Twitter yesterday, and it went down an absolute storm. Go on, fella, what you okay, got? Okay, so we've got a 20-foot, I would say, and we have got high-tech men- equipment here this morning to to deal with this to get the uh, the, the proper figures. So a 20-foot well slash hole here in Leavesden Yes. My phone in for you is. Yes. Uh, this hole's had a big impact on me. Yes. Which hole has taken your breath away? Which hey. hole? <laughs> what? Which what? hole has taken your breath away? You want to do that as a phone I put this on Twitter yesterday and it was flying. For example, Led Zeppelin, whole lot of love. Somebody said to me, Luton Town Football Club, that's my favourite hole. All right. what, did, what did Scott suggest? Uh, he suggested something which I can't say on the radio. Dennis, what's your favourite hole?
18: Uh, oh, no, no. Please, don't not, don't come into that, please. My favourite hole is... Uh, you can't pronounce it on uh, on with you.
7: Uh, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for <laughs> that. You <should> <laughs> all right, I'm not keen, just, but we'll put it out there. Yeah, now, I think it'll work. All right, uh, OK, what's your favourite hole? I'll tell you what we'll do. We'll carry that one throughout the whole morning, not just for the first hour. How's about that? Oh. And we'll prove to you, Justin, that you uh, really haven't got a clue how to do phone and radio. Oh, right, OK. okay? Yeah, thanks. So you're welcome. We'll, we'll speak again at nine about it, and you can apologise. Now, okay. uh, this hole
17: tell us about it. Yeah, I'm in uh, Comet Way at the moment in Leavesden in Hertfordshire. This happened on Good Friday hopefully, uh, excuse the pun but we are going to be getting to the bottom of this oh, today. Right out of Various there. guests hey, coming on you your programme. it started on Good program. Friday, a holy day. Yeah, it was. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> <Good> <laughs> um, so, oh, thanks, um, Stephen Kempster, uh, he lives in this block of flats here. Um, he's lived here for 13 years, 12 flats. His four-year-old child was playing on the grass in the communal area, which then suddenly disappeared. Take a listen to this.
18: Uh, Firstly it was a neighbour's little girl
10: running up and down the grass it was just bouncy so they thought it was fun to run past. Uh,
7: She went to the shops with her mum and my little girl decided to do the same thing but instead of running she started to bounce just where it was. I see the ground start sinking further and further down and I thought it doesn't look
18: good so I moved my little girl out of the way and my little boy I decided to have a jump which I wouldn't recommend and as I jumped my foot went straight through it. At first we thought we just found a rabbit hole or something silly like that. So I tried sticking my arm down, I lifted the flap of grass that my foot went through over. I thought that's not good, I cannot see the bottom of this. So I lifted it a bit further and stuck my arm in, it went right
1: to my shoulder. My boy made a joke about it, he thought he found the goonies hole.
17: It, it does look like something out of the Goonies. Yeah. You're half expecting Chung to come up there and say... Hey, <laughs> you guys. <Yeah. laughs> Which would be quite funny. You're heading off to the hole again today, Justin, because mm. oh. we, the, we, we the,
7: they, the residents don't know who owns the hole.
17: No, uh, and this is a big thing. Um, Eric Gatson, he's the MD of WE Black Limited. Uh, they're the freeholders of yeah. the sites. He's going to be live on the programme later. Okay. I'm here at the moment, and still this hole is covered up. and okay. The pictures on Facebook don't do it justice. The hole is... Is covered up by plywood and deck chairs, which the residents uh, have used to, to keep this area safe. It's absolutely unbelievable. Okay. Um, the Big Wake Off? The
7: Big Wake Off. Been suggested? Uh, oh, that's a good one, actually. Yeah. I quite like that. It's a bit yeah.
17: like Waco, though, and I don't really...
8: We could call it The Hole. Sorry? The Hole. What, the the show? Down The Hole the with show? Ian Lee. Oh, the
7: terrible... <laughs> Thank you, Justin. <laughs> Thank you, boss. Dennis! Good morning. What's your favourite hole? Oh, no, we've done that.
18: What would you like to call the first hour? Sound Off. Sorry? Sound off. Why? Well then it shut you all up.
7: Oh how rude. How oh, rude. No
18: no, it's sound let people sound off on there.
7: Oh gosh, I've been sent a horrible picture. Oh gosh get this right you know in Japan you got toilets
8: yeah oh yeah oh gosh yeah
7: you got toilets and they've got buttons Dennis they've got computerized robotic toilets that make flush noises if you're a lady to protect your modesty uh, that warm the seat that fire a a douche for a gentleman That fire a douche for a a lady that do all kinds of things well Dara's just sent me a picture of the edge of a thigh and a buttock (sighs) And one of these Japanese contro- remote control things, but these be control careful pads.
8: Because if you press the wrong button, you're going to get blowback But back.
7: his question is, which button do I press? Press, I'm going to suggest, press the
18: green one, Darren. Anything else, then? Yes. Thanks. Oh. See, the, those but, toilets are the same in Singapore. But yeah. when, when I was in the Andrew I, I, took
7: in my, I took my um, wife to... Um, where is Singapore? Asia. I took my so you got to say Singapore, okay? I took my wife—not you, Dennis. I don't trust you with a with a, a feed line. I <laughs> know. Uh, we will tell you. I'll we'll try it with you, Dennis. Okay. So you say Singapore? Yeah. I took my wife to a, uh, an Asian uh, island. Is it an island? If you want. I took my wife to an Asian island to see uh, Neil Diamond in concert. I knew. I knew I couldn't trust Look him. Look at me. I took my wife yeah. to an Asian island to see Neil Diamond in concert.
8: Singapore? No, he's island. quite
7: wealthy, actually. Mm. Yeah. Anyway... What are you touching for, mate?
18: Pressurising. Pressurising toilets. A quickie. When I was in the Navy, we were slacing somewhere where we were, I mean, people come on board and have a look round. Yeah. And we'd been having some trouble with the uh, fire... He's quite
7: wealthy. He's Neil Diamond. He's one of the richest singers in the world.
18: Uh, fi- <laughs> they had a fire li- line in the in the thing. But if you had a fire,
7: Neil I'd Diamond, threaten. Singapore. Yeah.
18: No, no, just let me finish, please. The the power line with with all the waterings for fire brigade. The,
7: qu- the joke is, is the Singapore? Did, uh, did you it's take in
18: Singapore? Yes, it's in Singapore.
7: Yeah, is the Singapore?
18: Yes. Yeah, it's, they are very poor. Yes. Okay. Well, thanks um, for calling, they're Dennis. Extremely clean. Yeah, thanks for calling. Bye bye. <laughs>
7: Travel
1: news for beds, cards and bugs.
0: BBC Three Counties Radio.
15: There are delays of up to 45 minutes on the trains this morning in and out of London Euston. It's because of a signal failure at Wembley Central. So it's affecting London Midland services between Tring and London Euston and Southern trains between uh, Milton Keynes Central and Shepherd's Bush. On the motorways, the M11 Northbound reports that there was a suitcase in the road at junction 8 for Bishop Stortford and Stansted. But we have heard that's now been removed, so it's not causing any delays. Inbound Green on the North Circular Road is starting to look slow between the Clockhouse Interchange and New Southgate. And in Bushy, there's roadworks on the High Street at Melbourne Road, which could cause some delays this morning. Samantha
0: breath BBC Three Counties Radio.
1: Across beds, hearts and bugs.
0: This is BBC Three Counties Radio.
2: It's 6.30. I'm Simon Oxley. The BBC has found there's been a sharp fall in the number of drivers receiving penalty points for using a mobile phone at the wheel. Ed Miliband has rejected a direct offer from the SNP leader Nicola Sturgeon for their parties to go into coalition. The clash came during last night's televised election debate. A man was airlifted to hospital after a crash which closed the M1 in Hertfordshire last night and Hertfordshire County Council say 95% of children have been allocated a place at one of their preferred schools but nearly one in 5 missed out on their first choice and over 800 were not given any of the three primary schools they listed. Three Counties Sports.
0: BBC Three Counties Radio.
2: England need eight wickets on the final day to win the first test in Antigua. The West Indies will resume later on 98 for two, chasing an unlikely 438 to win. Practice starts at midday our time for Sunday's Bahrain Grand Prix with Hertfordshire's Lewis Hamilton looking to follow up last weekend's win in China. Hamilton is playing down the latest spat with teammate Nico Rosberg.
3: You know what, I never actually feel any friction. I never actually feel it, obviously it is there, it's very rarely coming from my side, I don't know, I just
2: kind of keep my head down and let them do what they want to do and you know, I just do my talking is. on the track. Watford continue their Championship Promotion Challenge at home they to Sheffield Wednesday tomorrow. Tonight, second place Norwich hosts fourth place Middlesbrough. In League One, Milton Keynes-Dons host Leighton Orient. Second place Preston, just three points ahead of the Dons, are at Port Vale tonight. In League Two tomorrow, third place Wickham travel to Wimbledon. His manager Gareth Ainsworth.
19: It's now getting back down to earth quickly. We've got um, three huge games coming up, starting with Wimbledon on Saturday. Uh, and, Picking up a couple of injuries wasn't great on Tuesday night, so uh,
2: we'll be getting those uh, reassessed. Steve are away to Accrington with Graham Westley's side looking to cement a playoff place.
1: I think our agenda is very straightforward. Um, We aim to go into into the playoffs with six straight wins. I think that that will be a ferocious mental disadvantage for everybody else and a ferocious advantage for ourselves. We want to be the top of the form table at the time when the playoffs are played
2: and Luton who are outside the playoff places host struggling Hartleypool manager John Still will be without striker Paul Benson after they lost the appeal against his midweek red card and in speedway Rye House make the long trip to Plymouth in the league cup tonight they host Sheffield in the Premier League tomorrow evening BBC Three Counties News and Sport the next full bulletin is at 7 apologies to Simon and to indeed
7: news fans I think you're hijacked by a bit of this <laughs> <laughs> For this hour, yeah. it's like a secret little club. So far, what have we got, Catherine? Our hour. I'm not keen on the hour. hour.
8: Ragging around.
7: I like ragging around. The that hair- was, of course, uh, was suggested by um, Ragging around. Ollie Mers. Ollie Martin.
8: Ollie Mers. The hairy hour, All which right. is Justin. That disgusts me. I know. What about the power hour? <laughs> well,
7: that sounds a little bit per- perverse. There's no power involved. We had an email from Jill. Um, I was only half listening to that ad you played because it was wordy. Interesting. But noticed it was music-based. Can you tell me what it was about in a nutshell? Because my son is a gifted pianist and it, it, it applies to him. I don't know. Uh, uh, Jalal wasn't listening either. It was too wordy for me. Snuffers is on the line. Good morning, Snuffers. Morning. How are you? I'm um, good. Thank you very much indeed. We are um, uh, uh, putting out questions that will only be asked in this hour. I'm going to make it exclusive. I, I might get membership cards printed up. I don't know yet. probably won't. Uh, and uh, one of my questions has been, uh, what do we know about Moldova? Yes,
11: well, what do you know about Moldova? Moldova has some of the fastest broadband internet in the world.
7: <laughs> oh, you see? You see, this is even this is better than I thought it would be. I don't know whether that's even true.
11: Faster. It's faster than about 150 countries, faster than the USA, faster than Norway. Wow. How have, how,
7: have Moldova, how have Moldova got internet that's not only faster than the United States thereof, but also faster
11: than Norway, you say? I don't know, maybe it's like less people using it or something. Oh,
7: yes, was it, yeah. Um, Yeah.
11: Another one, Um, uh, this is a bit of a sad one, but Moldova has, the capital city of Moldova has um, uh, the largest Jewish cemetery in Europe. Oh,
7: flipping heck. Well, okay, so, what do we know about Moldova so far? Largest Jewish uh, Jewish cemetery in Europe, did you say, Snuffers?
11: Yes, because it was the it was it was it's one of the ones that people don't really know about because the Germans went through there before everyone could get
7: out. Right. Okay. So they got that. They've got the fastest broadband in the world. Yeah. Former,
11: GDP. Yeah. Go on. GDP is about it hovers kind of between twelve and thirteen how billion. Do, how
7: do you know all this stuff, Snuffers?
11: It's documentaries. I spend my life watching documentaries. <laughs> he actually,
7: he actually knows this stuff. He's not reading it from Wikipedia, guys.
11: It's he about, knows well, it. It's about twelve or thirteen billion, and you put that in perspective. Yeah. that is about a fifth of what was spent on Black Friday last year.
7: Now, um, uh, Justin Deely said that they've got very clean streets. True or false?
11: Um, uh, probably.
7: Les German Snuffers with uh, his.
8: Oh, ask him the other question. What's the other one? Go on. Legs out or legs in, Snuffers?
11: Sorry, what's that for?
8: Well, no. <laughs>
11: yeah, what's that for? Because <laughs> of
8: the weather. Are <laughs> you got your shorts on, or are you wearing trousers? Is what I'm asking you.
11: I'm wearing a nice, a nice pair of blue jeans today, but I, I am off to a meeting. I know you wouldn't approve, Ian. Oh. Um, but, um, yeah, it's, it's a bit of a casual meeting, but it's not casual enough that I could wear shorts.
7: No, well, you can wear jeans in meetings. I wear jeans in meetings all the time. But, no, you can never wear... We've got um, idiots that work here that, that think it's appropriate to wear shorts. Oh. Gary Floyd I'm talking about yeah, specifically. Yeah, they're the same ones... Tells likes it.
8: They're the same ones who'll be wearing flip-flops with him. Oh, I mean. Gary Floyd.
7: Um, I don't know anybody else's name Jeff, in the office. Jeff does it. Is there a Jeff upstairs?
8: Yeah, Jeff Doyle.
7: Off of the Jeff's sport. always wears shorts. Don't yeah. know Jeff.
8: No, works here, does he? Yeah. Well, work loosely.
7: Um, there's there's other men that work here. I don't know. I don't know. Luke.
8: It's, it's... I bet he wears shorts. Huh? Yeah, Luke.
7: Is that the cleaner? Um... The cleaning lady. The <laughs> yeah, little lady uh... that does the cleaning.
8: He is clean.
11: Okay. Snuffers, can I can, I, can I also just add something as well about that driving. Uh, you were talking about driving. Flipping X and... Snuffers.
7: You might as well host the show, mate. I'm gonna go go home. He's
8: unpacking his mind. Yeah, go on, Snuffers.
11: I have just. I'm on the M25, yes. coming round kind of towards the M40. I have just seen an absolute whopper. Someone driving along, yes. 55, 60 miles an hour with a book. Oh, whoa. whoa, whoa! No, reading a book while they're driving.
9: What was the
11: yeah. book called? Yeah. I, I don't know. How to drive. While <laughs> How to drive safely. How to, How to avoid driving bans.
7: Fifty Shades thereof.
11: <laughs> Yeah, they should throw a said book at
7: him. Snuffers, thank you very much indeed. Snuffers, hey. thank you. Yeah, go, 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 Kels. What
9: about my phone in? What was it? This time last night. What were you doing?
7: Oh! Do you know what? That ain't bad, actually. This time last night, 6.40, I was, um, I was asleep, I went to bed so early again. Cos I am old. Yeah, I was, I was
19: in bed.
8: Kath? I was running round after four children. I'm baking a cake.
7: Well, there you go. Where's everyone going?
8: I'm just going
7: to write this down. Okay. Well, th- guys, guys, I don't know where you're going because it's time to play.
8: <laughs> yeah, I've
7: got no one, no one on my.
20: Uh...
7: I'm listening. Oh, oh flip your neck. I tell you what, let's do one of
20: these. I took my troubles down to Madam Ruth. Uh-oh. You know that gypsy with the gold kept tooth. She's got a pad on 34th and Vine, selling little. Bar- Love potion number nine. I told her that I was a flop with chicks. I've been this way since 1956. She looked at my palm and she made a magic sign. She said, what you need is love potion number nine. She bent down and turned around and gave me a wink. She said, I'm going to. Sink. It smelled like turpentine. it looked like India ink I held my nose, I closed my eyes,
18: I took a drink
20: I didn't know it was a day or night I started kissing everything in sight But when I kissed the cop at 34th and Vine He broke my little bottle of love potion number nine And everything inside, I had so much fun that I'm going back again. I wonder what happen with Love Potion number 10. Love Potion. Well, if
7: that's number the impact nine. that Love Potion number 9 had. One can only imagine what Love Potion number 10 would do. That's about Viagra, that song, isn't it? Or something. Or something, something like that. Right, so it's time for a little bit of. It's where we—I uh, give you the headlines, and uh, you have to. Uh, I don't want to say it like that because it nearly does sound like a Scott Mills feature. Right. Okay. So, oh, this is a start with a good. This is a good one. Okay. This is a good one. It's more about the picture than the story. Right. Alco Pope. Alco Pope. Kelly Alco Pope.
9: A Pope. Yeah. Loves the booze.
7: General, I'll stop you there. <laughs> it's the Pope. As long as he's not just loving the booze. He's got a pint on the go. <laughs> That's got quite a lot of head on it. It's the Pope with a pint on the go. It's one of the best pictures ever, and he's loving it. 88 years old. He's having a pint. Okay.
8: Well, he was moaning the other day about being stressed out. Maybe this is the answer.
7: Okay, we've got, we've got, got two more. And I'm going to do these quite quickly because they're, um, well, they're all good ones. Hang on a second. This, now, this one, this next one, I don't. I've missed... I, maybe I've missed something, because I don't get it. Go on. The headline is Waste of Space. Waste
9: of Space. How's
7: waste spelt? W-A-S-T-E.
8: Oh, so, like, rubbish waste.
7: Waste of Space. Mm-hmm. You'll never, ever get it. OK. Catherine.
8: Um, there's loads of extra space in space that no-one's built on. Why not? That's the question. Oh, I have kind of get
7: it now. No, that's not it. Nick's on the line. Morning, Nick. Good morning, Mr Lee. Do you want to play um, What's the Story of Morning Glory? Uh, I've no idea what that is.
8: Uh, what? I have a guess, Nick. We've, none of us have a No, he idea. doesn't know
7: what the game is.
8: Oh, you just have to guess what the story is. Guess what the
7: story is oh. from waste, oh. the, the headline, Waste of Space. Go ahead, test me. Is it something about refuse dumps? No, it's not, Kelly.
9: Um, you know Space Raiders, the Crisps?
7: Yeah? yeah? Oh yeah!
9: Yeah, um, they found a load that were out of date and I no. don't know what to do with them.
7: L- waste of space, here we go. Labour councillor Simon Parks, 53, who claimed his mother was a nine-foot gri- uh, green alien, has quit in Whitby, North Yorks. Uh. I mean... Has quit what? Has quit in Whitby.
8: He's quit me. <laughs>
21: <laughs> <laughs> Nick,
7: you've got Moldovian facts, have you? Go on. Well, I don't know if you remember the film Red with Bruce Willis. I do remember the film Red. Yes, I I I got to, I, I went to see that film, and moments after seeing that film, I was on my way to interview interview Bruce Willis, and I got suspended from the radio station I was working at because British Gas had knackered my boiler. So I remember that film very, very well, yes. Right, at the, end, yeah. right at the very end, Bruce Willis and John Malkovich, Yeah, they pulled over. They do what? They invade Moldova. Ladies and gentlemen, Moldova is invaded by Bruce Willis and John Malkovich. Thank you very much, Nick. Travel news for beds,
1: cards, and bugs.
0: BBC Three Counties Radio. Trains this
15: morning there are delays between on services in and out of London Euston. So London Midland services between Tring and London Euston, and Southern trains between Milton Keynes Central and Shepherd's Bush have a signalling uh, are all affected by a signalling problem at Wembley Central. On the M25 anti-clockwise there are queues building up now around junction 19 for Watford, and in Bounce Green on the North Circular Road is looking very busy between the Clockhouse interchange and New Southgate. In Bushy there are the roadworks at the High Street which could cause delays at Melbourne Road this morning. Samantha Bruff, BBC Three Counties Radio. Thank
7: you, Sammy. We've got one more What's the Story Morning Glory, and then, Catherine, we will actually look at the papers in a bit, so get ready. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm prepared. I know, it's taken ages. 6.46, it's Friday the 17th of April. I'm Ian Lee. These are your headlines on BBC Three Counties Radio. The BBC has found there's been a sharp fall in the number of drivers receiving penalty points for using a mobile phone at the wheel. Ed Miliband has rejected a direct offer from the SNP leader, Nicola Sturgeon, for their parties to go into coalition. And nearly one in five children have missed out on their first choice of primary school in Hertfordshire.
22: Beds, hearts, and bucks weather.
1: BBC Three Counties Radio.
22: Hello, very good morning to you. It's going to feel a bit chillier today across the three counties than it felt uh, yesterday. Afternoon temperatures will be slightly down and we've got a lower dew point as well, which means cooler, drier air. Uh, we're going to see um, the wind increase as well in speed. It's an easterly wind, so it will feel chilly in the shade and, of course, in exposure to this easterly wind. We may well see a few drips and drabs of rain just fall from the thickness of the cloud this morning, but I think for the most part it does look like it's going to stay dry. If we do see any spots, and spots of rain, it's most likely to be over eastern air of Hertfordshire but most places dry some good spells of sunshine throughout the day as well so it's not feeling too bad and certainly in the sunshine it will feel quite warm but we are seeing lower temperatures today than we saw yesterday so highs of only probably 13 or 14 degrees which is 57 in Fahrenheit now as we head into this evening there will be some evening spells of sunshine around overnight tonight a chilly night to come but with the strength of the breeze it will help to keep any frost well at bay so lows of 4 or 5 degrees over the weekend it's dry and settled there will be lots of sunshine around on Saturday although it it will turn quite blustery, I think, at times. Highs of around 13 or 14 degrees, so no great shakes there. But very pleasant in the sunshine, and it will be a bit cloudier on Sunday. That's the forecast.
0: Call
1: 08459
7: 4 double five, five double five. Right, BBC Three Counties Radio. So, last last one of these. What's are all, to, uh, are all to cock this morning. And the thing is, because that's really low, it do not matter. It do not matter. We'll just have to ride it and you'll have to. So, is that he... your chair? Yes. Here's the headline M Way Servicing. M Way oh. Servicing. Catherine's drop in tone indicates she's got an idea of roughly what this is about. M-Way Servicing. Let's start with you Catherine, you think I would so say, cocky? Uh, Another clue. Yeah
8: exactly, I would say that it's about people um, <laughs> um, um, <laughs> being romantic on the motorway. Now
7: bearing in mind we've got, I've just been told that we've got guests listening to us from America. Good morning Andrea. Um, so let's try and you know really present a good, classy image of the BBC to our American cousins. Well,
8: it's not us doing it; it's the people who are doing it on the motorway.
7: M way servicing. What, so what are you saying? It is
8: yeah, the people are doing it on the yeah. motorway.
7: Um, uh, uh, she's right. She's right. A motor. I'll butt in there again. Another. Our oh, butt in there. <laughs> that's, that's, that's polite dogging. A motorway <laughs> service station is shaming suspected doggers by beaming their pictures to large screen TVs. I bet they love that, some of them. How do you suspect someone's dogger?
8: I mean, it's either they are or they're not. Customers,
7: customers, this is brilliant. Customers see live shots of nearby woodland and can spot when people stray into view. Woodland, woodland or woodland?
8: Woodland, you want to help you woodland.
7: Woodland, surrounding the Penligare services on the M4 near Swansea, has become a hotspot for fans of outdoor sex. <laughs> fans. <laughs> Footage of, uh, of them, along with their car registration numbers, are now being handed to the police. Oh, really? Don't it make you want to puke? Yes. This is for Andrew, who's listening in America for Crying Out Loud.
23: I played a janitor You played a monitor Then you played with older boys And prefects What's the attraction in what
7: But Andrea's uh, very nice. She's, she's one of the kind of monkeys fans that I, 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 I know and um, communicate with very friendly. She's delightful, and she's listening in America, and she just uh, tweeted, "Oh, hang on that's a bit." I like that bit. Uh, I enjoyed the traffic report. It makes it, it makes it seem pleasant to be stuck in the traffic in the UK. So nice and relaxing. Because oh. <laughs> yeah, our, our uh, travel problems are so much more relaxing than those in the. Well, they are more relaxing because we tend not to have guns.
8: Yeah, tend. Tend.
7: Although, it, those things are changing. What got in the papers, w- this Catherine? This poor
8: woman didn't have a gun, she did oh, a stick of furniture. This
7: is, Justin, we'll come to you in a second. This story is uh, is heartbreaking, but oh, funny.
8: In fact, can I have the um, carplay music? I was going to combine 10. the words
7: uh, um, uh, funny and heartbreaking, but uh, you do it yourselves.
8: <laughs> <laughs> a widow aged 93 came home from hospital to find her son had told a charity to take all her cherished possessions. Pamela Clothier lost furniture and clothing and even her beloved dog, Mitzi. When son Peter, 70, told Age UK, clear the bungalow. Mrs Clothier, whose late husband, Clyde, was a Bomber Command hero, returned to find the property empty, and Mitzi packed off to an animal sanctuary. She claimed her son told the charity she did not need her possessions because she was not coming home again.
7: I bet he got in such big trouble with his man. It
8: sounds like he's had a rollicking and he's <laughs> 70. Can you imagine being 70 and still
7: getting
8: a rocket under you from your mum?
7: Uh,
8: Age UK has now given Mrs Clothier £1,000 compensation. Give her the furniture back! And she's... But they can't get the dog back. Aye. The retired
7: businesswoman... She says, ne- no, she, of course she can. She just needs to go and whistle and slap her thighs.
8: Here, it is. Here, here it is. The retired businesswoman said, my son Peter didn't think I was going to make it, so he just upped and tried to sell everything. (laughs) I can't believe he could be so cruel. They left him with nothing.
7: Oh, dear.
8: Mr. Clothier. Who, the only picture they've got of this fella is from the 1980s and they've put that in the caption. Peter Clothier in the 1980s. <laughs> I mean, he's 70 now. I'm guessing he's not wearing the uh, tinted spectacles oh, anymore. Dear me.
7: Justin, can you believe? Unbelievable. It's un it's un it's unbelievable. <laughs> he's gotta...
8: arguing that he negotiated everything with his mother. I don't think she knows no.
17: that. No. Hey Justin, say hello to we got Andrea listening from America. Uh, Andrea, good morning to you. Uh, I've got um she mentioned travel news, didn't she? Oh, I know what I'm she, she hang on, I know what Andrea needs. Good morning. Mm-hmm. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> Good morning, sir. Good morning, sir. Um, yeah, Andrew's saying how much he enjoyed the travel news. That was the worst compliment I ever got once. I was presenting Saturday Breakfast. I met this guy on the street. He said, Justin, do you know what? I love your Saturday Breakfast show. I said, What do you enjoy about it so much? The travel reports are great, aren't they? I
7: said, What? Yeah, it really helps me. Oh, Ca- thanks. Just, we're going to send you on a little mission in a minute. Catherine, you've got another story you want to do?
8: Ringo Starr.
7: Oh, I love Ringo. Ringo. He tells oh, Rolling, Ringo. Rolling
8: Stone magazine of being brought up in the Dingle area of Liverpool by his mother. I always thought I had a great childhood. Then a therapist told me, well, actually, it sounds like you were abandoned and lived in a slum.
7: <laughs> oh, Ringo!
8: The Beatles, 74, is described as looking younger than his son and fellow drummer Zach, who's a quarter of a century, his father's junior at 49, and what? adds that's probably because... It's a Zach... weird
7: way of saying he's 25 years younger than him.
8: <laughs> I know. Or that Ringo was 25 when he had his son. That probably is because Zach doesn't live on vegetables, juices and broiled potatoes, said Ringo.
7: Good for Ringo. I love Ringo. Maybe I... there's
8: a phone-in in that. What? Looking back, it was rubbish.
7: I've got to say, Justin, your
17: phone-in, what was it? What, what, what hole has impressed you much? No, no, it wasn't that. No, awesome it was, was uh, which hole has taken your breath away. <laughs> wow! <laughs> I mean, really. I mean, I mean, well, a year ago, Luton Town got promoted. Kenilworth Road, not the greatest yeah. stadium in the world. Uh, the atmosphere was incredible. It took my breath away. I tell you what, Justin.
7: Cause
8: where's you, you're the di- hole? Where's, where's the hole?
17: Luton Town is the hole. Oh, the football club, the ground. Uh, but it's a lovely hole. It's my okay. favourite hole. Okay,
7: because uh, I had I was going to do. Apparently, men are more likely to donate to, to charity when it's a pretty girl that asks. We knew that, didn't we? Yeah, yeah why those, we know that. Not so much now, but the chuggers Char- are hot girls and hot guys. Charities
8: oh. and cults. Oh well,
7: cults and religions. Yes, the Jehovah's Witnesses. The last three years, they've really upped their game on oh, the looks department. No,
8: the guy they sent round to me on the weekend was, was below par.
7: They yeah. send really hot girls round now. The JWs. Anyway, no, no, I was going to send you out on that just, but sure. I, I I would like you. I would like to compound your humiliation. Yes. Take your holes to the street. Please. Seriously? Yes, mate. OK. Because you've got you've got to learn, and you're not going to learn if I just keep saying. So, you, you've got to go and uh, meet the public. People and will have stories. i no, meet the public every mate. day. No, they won't. What, what hole has taken your breath away? Yes. And I want you to ask that question to people. Mm-hmm. OK? Yeah, no worries. <laughs> you such a plum. <laughs> Speak to you later. Take care. Ta-ra. Mm. Kels, what hole has taken your breath away? Oh, I've asked the wrong person there, haven't I? Try, d- desperately trying to think of something um, she can say on the radio. Courtney Love. <sighs> Um, OK, yeah, no, no I t- I'll buy that. Wookie hole.
8: Mm-hmm. I looked down Vesuvius and there was a tree in there. <laughs> don't, I don't, I don't, it I don't, didn't take my breath away. It made me go, oh.
7: We know this thing, don't we? It's like big research. Oh, if, you're pretty, if there's a pretty girl. Men compete to outdo each other when a pretty woman asks for a charitable donation, researchers have discovered. Uh, the tendency was revealed in a study of donation websites from last year's London... We know that. That's why chuggers, not so much now, because the, the people, they get desperate for any old, you know, munter, male or female, to, to ask for your credit card details. But um, it would it would always be hot girls would approach the guys and uh, hot guys would approach the girls. And they
8: always say something like, what a beautiful smile, how are you
0: today? Bang, they
7: Never shake their hand, because you will never get your hand back.
15: On the train, there are some problems this morning because of a signal failure at Wembley Central. So there are 45-minute delays on London Midland services between Tring and London Euston and on southern services between Milton Keynes Central and Shepherds Bush. On the M25, anti-clockwise, it's slow from Junction 16 for the M40. And in Bounds Green on north, the North Circular Road, it's lo- starting to look very busy between the Clockhouse Interchange and New Southgate. In Buckingham, it's looking OK at the moment on the A413 London Road at the total roundabout, but there are some temporary traffic lights which could cause some delays Samantha Breath, BBC Three Counties Radio
7: Thank you very much Sammy So the only one sh- 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 Don't tell anybody guys this club finishes the club door closes in 32 seconds the only one of those we're carrying over is just it. what
8: was it Awesome Holes What hole has, ta-
7: your has taken Took your breath away I mean phone up and berate him 08459 you know the rest The clubhouse is now closed. Local
0: and vocal across beds, hearts and bucks.
7: This is BBC Three
1: Counties Radio.
2: It's seven o'clock, I'm Simon Oxley. The headlines, sharp fall in drivers getting points for using a mobile phone. Milliband rejects coalition with the SNP and anger over Hertfordshire school places.
0: BBC Three
2: Counties Radio. The BBC has found there's been a sharp fall in the number of drivers receiving penalty points for using a mobile phone at the wheel. A freedom of information request to all police forces has revealed a fall of nearly 25% last year with more people being offered an awareness course. Jim Taylor has more.
3: Both the Transport Secretary Patrick McLaughlin and the head of the Metropolitan Police, Sir Bernard Hogan Howe, have floated the idea of doubling the number of penalty points given for driving while using a mobile, from three up to six. Research suggests the offence is as common now as it was six years ago. Fewer calls are being made, but more texting and checking on social media is taking place. These new figures, though, suggest that, in fact, fewer penalty points are being handed out. Instead, tens of thousands of offenders are being offered the chance to pay for and attend an awareness
2: course, similar to those offered for speeding. Ed Miliband has rejected a direct offer from the SNP leader, Nicola Sturgeon, for their parties to go into coalition to stop the Conservatives returning to power. The clash came during last night's televised election debate, featuring five opposition leaders. Paul Baines is a political analyst from Cranfield University.
4: Oh. If you had to pick a winner, then probably the winner, uh, I think, would be, uh, be Labour, because the only real possibility uh, against the uh, Conservatives And they got airtime and the Conservatives
2: didn't. A man was airlifted to hospital after a crash which closed the M1 in Hertfordshire last night. The motorway was closed southbound between junctions 9 and 8 from around 6.30. Later, the M1 was closed northbound between Milton Keynes and Northampton after a car went down an embankment at about 11.30. Two people had to be freed by fire crews. Hertfordshire County Council say 95% of children have been allocated a place at one of their preferred schools, but nearly one in five missed out on their first choice and over 800 were not given any of the three primary schools they listed. Hertfordshire's Director of Education, Andrew Simmons, has described the process as a significant challenge. Candace Monk didn't get a place for her daughter at any of the primary schools she applied for.
5: I'm angry. I... I don't see what the point of the, the system is because they've, they've basically just put me wherever they wanted to. Um, and the school that I'm in is it's not a huge travelling distance, but in traffic in the morning, you're still talking 45 minutes in a car. So it's, it's gutting. It's absolutely gutting.
2: Network Rail say disruption to services between Milton Keynes and London will continue until around 10.30. A signalling problem is affecting Virgin, London Midland and Southern trains. In sport, England need eight wickets on the final day to win the first test in Antigua. The West Indies will resume on 98 for two, chasing an unlikely 438 to win. The weather, a mixture of cloud and sunny spells with a chance of a light shower this afternoon, a maximum temperature 13 degrees Celsius and you can get the latest news and sport online at bbc.co.uk slash three counties.
23: There's a voice that keeps on calling me Down the road It's where I'll End. when you adventure lies just around the bend so we Into a a brand new tale no one has ever told. We've journeyed far, but I know it won't be long. We're almost there, we've paid our fare with a hobo song. Maybe tomorrow I'll want to settle down. Until tomorrow, I'll just keep moving on. So
0: Ian Lee
1: on BBC Three Counties Radio
0: Across beds, hearts and bucks This
1: is Ian Lee
0: BBC Three Counties Radio Yes, Pat!
13: Pat? Pat? Morning, Ian. What you got for us, Pat? Well, I'm just puzzled. Like I normally am sometimes.
7: Yes, you get an older, Pat. I know.
13: It's confusing. Um, It's about the law on mobile phone use on the road. Yes. Where is the law that says you have to give an awareness course to combat the fact that you don't want to really punish anyone on a mobile phone?
7: I don't understand the question.
13: Well, Good. you've got a law on mobile phones. Yeah. Yeah, you're not allowed to use them or yeah. you get fined, Yeah. penalised. And then someone comes out with you go on an awareness course if you get caught. Yeah. Where's that law?
7: Well, I don't... Well, no, it's not a law. It's 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 a, a, an option, isn't it? Yeah, the law is you can't do it, and then the punishments are you either get... F- you, you have the choice of either going on a course or getting points. It's the same with speeding. Oh,
13: no, it's the same thing. It's, you bring out... Try and bring out an attempt to bring out a strong law... Yeah and then you bring out something else that takes that law down to a weakness.
7: Well, no, it doesn't take the law down to a weakness because uh, one of the arguments is that better education, I don't know if I necessarily buy this, but better education would uh, uh, limit the number of offences. Maybe maybe people don't realise just quite how dangerous it is what, what they're doing.
13: They know the consequences of using a mobile no, phone. No, they don't, Pat. They, they do. No, and they
7: don't. No one does. Everyone. No one does. Most people do it. No one knows, really. Everyone, everyone's everyone's immortal in their own head.
13: Well, they know the consequences because they know the police on the roads are not going to be there to enforce it. Mm-hmm. That's why they don't care.
7: Pat, thank you very much indeed. We're talking about this because there has been a sharp fall in the number of drivers getting points for using a mobile phone at the wheel. Figures show that last year, 73,000 fixed penalties were issued, uh, down almost 25% on the previous year. Joseph Cotry monson is a specialist in motoring offences at the criminal defence firm Mary Monson Solicitors. Good morning, Joseph. Good morning. So less penalty notices are being issued to drivers as more are attending awareness awareness courses. Where, where do You, you heard uh, Pat there was confused about punishment versus education. What's your thoughts on it?
21: Well, you've already given us kindly one of the arguments uh, in favour of more education, and that's that probably most people don't realise when they're trotting along in their cars, drinking their coffee and thinking about God knows what and listening to three counties radio all at the same time. That in fact, they're driving something that's a lethal weapon and being distracted, of course, behind the wheel dangerous thing. People do need more education. Whether that comes through TV adverts like we've had with drink driving, or whether it comes with an awareness course for people who've committed their first offence, well if, I think the key point is, whether it's a deterrent or education, if it works to stop this type of offence happening, then it should happen. I, I have to say, though, there's there's probably an ulterior financial mo- uh, motive on the, on the part of the government as far as making sure these are diverted to courses. Because if you take something to court, it costs the state money. And of course, although there can be legal costs associated with that for the offender, The reality is if you divert somebody onto one of these courses they're paying this expensive course all on their own they still pay the fine so you get that money too so as a government it's quite attractive so perhaps that's part of the you know in this time of austerity when governments are trying in every way and state departments government departments in every way are trying to economize on costs maybe that's part of the motivation too I say well whatever works to reduce offenders. Is there
7: any evidence that it's actually um, these courses are the thing that's reducing the number of uh, um, uh, penalty notices issued or is it just that the police you know they've kind of taken their eye off the ball a bit?
21: Well I mean as, as always with government the, uh, the ins and outs of the workings of the minds of civil servants are fairly inscrutable to Joe Public so for example, when this law came in in the first place, uh, as when when the uh, uh, driving without uh, sorry driving uh, while using a mobile mobile phone or a handheld device came in in the first place, it was actually brought in on on the basis of no evidence as to the amount of accidents it was causing. There was a popular consensus that it was dangerous. But if you're asking me to speculate, speculate on the ins and outs of. Uh, of of whitehall's thought processes then i'm sorry you've come to the wrong lawyer. i'm just not that well connected
7: joseph i appreciate your time this morning thank you very much indeed joseph cotry from uh, the criminal defense firm mary monson solicitors hertfordshire based motoring journalist adam rayner joins me now morning adam good morning uh these, these courses where you get caught with your mobile phone you go on a course what do you reckon to them
4: Um, I was caught doing two or three miles an hour above the limit, and I am a chicken that knows a fox. A serving traffic officer told me he is utterly convinced they exist only to make money. The people who teach them, it's a wonderful place for the passive-aggressive to go and find an outlet. I nearly lost teeth grinding my molars trying not to respond to the little pokes so of anybody not want to be here. Oh, it, I've done a speed oh.
7: awareness course, and boy oh boy, those four hours really are torturous, but they're yes. better than three points on your licence.
4: Yes, although I, I, I hope it was a slip of the tongue from your expert who said you pay the fine anyway. No, if you do a speed course, you pay for the course, but you don't pay a fine and get any points. That's the whole point, and why. People put up with a do you, not pay, uh, do you
7: not pay the fine as well? I thought I can't. I can't remember. It was no, well you ago.
4: no, you pay for the course.
7: Right. Okay. Oh, I
4: see. I see. You now,
7: uh, do, you, do you use a mobile phone in your car?
4: Um, I've got a fine hands-free system, and um, when I had no hands-free system, I used the thing that came in the box with the flipping phone, right. which is plugs in the phone, goes in your ear, there's a single button. Every phone that ever got sold comes with it. There is no excuse if you can afford to put fuel in your car you can afford um, any number of, of technological solutions and they go all the way through to uh, um, ones you literally press a button and talk to. My car's got one builded in. But um, the, the real issue is, is that people do need a prod to be told that they have to use a hands-free device. And in the meanwhile, the big issue, the biggest of all, is that the ROSPA people, the Royal Society of Prevention and Accidents, they will tell you that statistically whether you're on a hands-free or just having a phone conversation holding it to your head like Dom Jolly with a big plastic one it's actually as distracting so keep it simple stupid just I'm here I'm going to be home in a bit love or whatever but every
7: everyone does it if you, people are in their cars now you look to your left or to your right or even look into your own hand you will see someone using a mobile phone everyone does it
4: um well, not everyone by any means. You see plenty of people um rolling along, uh, blithering ostentatiously, sometimes with a hands free turned up, um so you can even hear both sides of the conversation But when they don't Oh, yeah, oh I've,
7: yeah, I've heard that. That's fun though, that is, isn't that's, it?
4: That's hilarious. Yeah. Um but the uh the simplest and cheapest solution is that uh if you're gonna use the phone to actually talk to anybody, well you do absolutely have to have a hands free, but it mustn't be in your hand. Every single car accessories shop has got plastic doodads that stick in various ways to put phones on a holder and that's the key thing I I was thrilled I thought I'd found the phone holder of my dreams and it's one that sticks in the slot of the CD player turning oh. the CD player into a slightly redundant whatever oh. and yet so how do you play
7: your CD how, how are you going to going to play your your deflepplet oh, Def it's still oh the, okay the still Okay, good, good.
4: <laughs> the real problem is though is that uh, I think it's made for the proper aftermarket ones because in the one in my car I fitted it all carefully and accelerated away from picking up my wife from the office, and it promptly fell straight out. uh, I'm still looking. um, But that's that's the point. There is no excuse. The uh, the magical Bluetooth tech, you can buy a little cheap earpiece. If you can put fuel in your car, there is no excuse on any level, ever. Every single phone comes with a piece of kit, and you can go from two bob all the way through to... The, um, you know, why The ones that would come up with your face on a little picture, if oh. I were to
7: phone you up on oh, it. Oh, Adam, you're more than welcome. But final question, Adam, has the BBC put the call into you yet? <laughs> are, you, are, you, are you going to be replacing Clarkson? When, when's this I happening? Did, did, or can did, did, you not did. announce it because you don't want death threats?
4: Uh, there was a terribly nice fellow on Radio 5 who once said to me, um, or of me, I should say. I do like having Adam on. It's like how he does all the voices. It's like having the entire cast of EastEnders doing, presenting top gear. <laughs> you do oh, do I the, loved him for that. You <laughs> do do the voices.
7: Adam, listen, it's always good to talk to you. Thank you very much indeed. Motoring journalist Adam Rayner, 08459 455555. <laughs> Travel news
1: for beds, hearts and bugs.
0: BBC Three Counties Radio.
15: In Wychurch, the A413 at the High Street has been partially blocked by an accident around Church Headland Lane. The car's reported to have gone into a hetero, so it's partially blocking the road. In Bounds Green on the North Circular Road, it's very busy between the Clockhouse Interchange and New Southgate. And on the M25, it's slow anti-clockwise around Junction 16 for the M40. On the trains, Southern and London Midland services are being affected by 45-minute delays because of a signal failure at Wembley Central. So it's affecting southern services between Milton Keynes Central and Shepherd's Bush and also London Midland services between Trink and London Euston. Samantha breath, BBC Three Counties Radio.
7: Thank you very much. It's uh, Friday the 17th of April. I'm Ian Lee. These are your headlines on BBC Three Counties Radio. The BBC has found there's been a sharp fall in the number of drivers receiving penalty points for using a mobile phone at the wheel. Ed Miliband has rejected a direct offer from the SNP leader Nicola Sturgeon for their parties to go into coalition. And nearly one in five children have missed out on their first choice of primary school in Hertfordshire.
0: BBC Three Counties Radio.
17: After an impressive week for our teams...
3: Alman seals the three points for Watford!
17: Tomorrow is all about pushing for promotion.
23: Ali with a shot! Oh, my word! What a goal from Deli Alley!
17: We're with Watford, MK Dons, Luton and Stevenage. Shot oh! Bing, and it's drilled in by Tom Left-foot shot! And you can choose which game you listen to. A really bright start from Luton. Three Counties Sport, tomorrow from two, here on BBC Three Counties Radio.
0: Call 08459 455 555.
7: BBC Three Counties Radio. Sarah is in Dunstable. Good morning, Sarah. Yeah, good morning. Morning, Sarah. What have you got for us? Uh,
24: yes, I'm very aware of, on the road now. Uh-huh. Um, I was uh, speeding. In fact, I think I was only doing 36. I didn't know the camera was there. In the, in there. the
7: 20. Well, uh, now, no. hang on. I was only doing 36, so you were speeding, and you didn't know the camera was there. doesn't matter. You shouldn't Well, be.
24: OK, no, no. Naughty. i hold Naughty. my hands up to that. So I got um, the choice. For going on the speed awareness course, which I went on, and I wonder
7: if if anybody has ever turned down the option of the speed awareness course. Now, I'll take the points, I'll have the points, please. Well, no, I'd already got three points on my license. Tell me about it, tell me about it. um, I
24: didn't want another three, no,
7: but on the way
24: to the course, Um, I went through. Um, I thought I knew Luton very well being born there, and I went through. Park Street and Church Street on the way to Stopsley, and then a few days later I got another two tickets because I was in an area just for
7: buses and... Oh um, no, Sarah... Um, they're not, they're not points though, are they? They're, they're, they're fines? as well. Most... They
24: were fines, so I got two fines. Okay. I, they, they were 70 quid each, but I paid those within 40, 14 days. Okay. Um, and I hold my hands up to that because
7: the picture showed my <laughs> little red car. <laughs> yes. And I love then... those pictures because you go, this can't, oh no, that is actually me. No, this, this is yeah. bad luck. Yeah. And then not so long ago, it's I not, It's having... not bad luck, like Sarah, it's not bad luck. <laughs>
24: No, it was bad. Luck. No, it's not yeah, bad, luck. It's okay. tr- It was ignorance on my part. Yes. I didn't see the signs. Yes, it's not uh, bad luck. You have to read so many signs. Yeah, I know, because you, you did. Yeah, but I haven't finished yet. Go and on, then blimey. I had to go and see a lady at seven o'clock on the Sunday morning. There we go. And I thought, oh, well, I'll park there. It oh, wasn't that Sarah. far away from her house. And yes, I parked on double yellow lines. And when I came out, I got a parking ticket. <laughs> but the thing is. I see these cars parked on double yellow lines every night. It doesn't
7: matter. You shouldn't do it.
24: Yeah, I know, but I did it, you see. So now I am very, away. very aware. Take
7: your licence away. Right, right we're good. let's find out Sarah's address. Let's send the police to Dunstable. Let's confiscate her driving licence and her car keys. You're not yes. allowed to no, drive no, no, anymore, I, Sarah. No, I've been
24: very good now. No? I'm very, no? very aware. I read every sign. Well, I no, what, you spent about 500 quid in one week. Yes, I know. An
7: awful lot of money, isn't it? You silly sausage. Yeah, so
24: I'm very aware Good.
7: now. Good. OK. Well, if right. you th- thank you for sharing that with us, Sarah. Oh, uh, um, dearie me. Justin, can you believe that? You're speaking about from one bad driver to another. <clears throat> what? Sir? Hmm? Don't set poor Sarah there. Yeah. Take her license away. <laughs> crush her. Crush her car. Crush my it. Suggestion. And film it as well. Oh yeah, yes. film it, please do. I love. I love. I love. There's nothing more satisfying than seeing um, a, a block, a, a square of metal, and going. Oh, there's a windscreen wiper and there's a door handle and it's it's a car. I want, can you pick those things up? Are they liftable? <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, Justin, is. Uh, um, you're, are you at the hole now? I am, oh, and nothing's changed. Well, yesterday, Justin went to investigate a big hole that appeared in the communal garden in Leavesden, and
17: it's fair to say uh, it, it blew your freaking mind. It did. Um, absolutely extraordinary. I've never seen anything like this. Uh, this is uh, Comet Way in Leavesden in Hertfordshire. Um, you can't see to the bottom of this hole. So here we have uh, communal gardens. We have 12 flats here uh, and the grass in the back garden It's a really well kept area so the children, they play in that area. Now what happened on Good Friday, uh, Stephen Kempster, one of the locals here, his child was playing in the communal garden and he noticed that, that his child was playing on this area of grass which looked like it was a bit bouncy. Yeah. So he got her away quickly. He went over to, to have a look and his foot went through the grass he thought it was some form of a rabbit hole he took the grass away and he discovered this huge hole. A terrifying hole. It's pretty much a well. Um, 20 foot. You can't see to the bottom uh, unless you've got a light. Uh, I was here two days ago. Uh, I came back this morning. I was actually going to uh, try and record just how how wide and how deep this well is. But looking at it this morning, I'm not going to chance it because, again, oh. it's covered up by the locals. Oh, They've they used. No, well, I have bottled you it. Bo- yeah. You bottled it again? But I, I don't want to remove it because... <laughs> The locals have. Yeah, sorry, Justin. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, the locals have used plywood <laughs> and deck chairs to cover the area. So the kids, they can't play in the very, back garden. Very
7: big what sits this morning. Mm. Right, right, Geese, Right, geez. What I'm going to do, geez, is I'm going to get I'm going to get a bit of. I'm going to chuck a, a coin down there. I'm going to chuck a spoon down there. I'm going to get down there myself. I'm going to get down there. My, <laughs> I've got a tape measure. I'm going to get that down there. What, it's not safe. If you, you want the sand of something going down there, don't you, geez?
17: It's not I'm safe.
11: Bu- with the
17: of a If I move this plywood and yeah, the deck mate. chairs yeah, and mate. somebody has an accident later oh, on, it it's safety? just not safe enough. Oh, right, it's not safe oh, enough. So right, the situation mate. hasn't yeah. changed. The children, they can't use the garden here. Yeah. And of course, the residents are thinking, well, if there's a hole there, could there be other holes? Um, quite simply, the residents want right. something done about this. This is what we do.
7: This is what we do. Mm if you're too chicken to go down the, or even have a look at the hole that's fine Jess I understand it We've, everyone's scary got, isn't it hole? yeah, holes are scary of course mm-hmm. they everyone's got their fears and yours is of life could you do me a favour mm. Could you? this was found by a young child bouncing up and down on the ground wasn't it mm. could you bounce up and down all over <laughs> the rest of the lawn you must be joking oh you won't even
17: jump on grass now no chance now? please t- to our please, listeners this morning I'm begging you go and have a look on Facebook and Twitter have a look at the photographs you know oh, what I'm yeah. talking about you, you can't see at the bottom of this. Um, so we don't know what's underneath it. Of course, there could oh, be right. more underneath. Yeah.
8: Fearless roving reporter Justin Dealey
7: How's that Vox going, Justin? W- when has a
17: hole blown your mind? It's going very well, thank you. Yeah, how many voices you got? Uh, so we've so got about two or three so far. Okay. Yeah. Is it worth broadcasting or is it going uh, to embarrass you? No, no, it's, um, it's uh, very worth broadcasting.
7: OK, Justin, I'll speak to you a bit later. Thank you. Thank you very much indeed. Uh, people living... Uh, well, the reason we're talking about these is because of this hole, of course, in the back garden. Uh, but there's a bit of confusion as to who, over who is responsible for this hole. Eric Gatston is managing director of W.E. Black Limited, who are the freeholders of the site. It's a long time since I've been a freeholder of a property. Eric, who's, who's responsible for the hole?
12: Well, essentially, it's the residence management company. Um, What happens when we develop a block of flats, we sell off the individual flats in leases in the usual way. And then you have the residual area, which is the staircase and common parts and the gardens and parking areas. And then what we have always done for 50 years is created what's called a lease of common parts, whereby each resident owns one share in a residence management company who own the common parts. And that means they're in total control of it and it gets away from all this bad press you read about landlords who rip off tenants and so on yeah. because the tenants run their own common parts so strictly speaking all those grounds around the block are demised for 125 years to the individual to, to the group of residents as a whole so strictly speaking They're in charge. They manage it day to day, they clean the common parts, they cut the grass. So they're
7: responsible if a mysterious hole appears in the ground?
12: Well, strictly speaking, yes, because they've got a 125-year lease on it. Um, Just as if, um, you know, you you had a property and uh, suddenly um, a thunderbolt hit the roof and uh, the the roof came in. But, um, of course, it is insured and Ah, I'm hoping that um, the risk is covered by insurance. Is this hole not on the deeds? No, 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 no. No, it's not. I'm not absolutely sure what it is. I'm almost certain it's a swallow hole. And What's a swallow hole? Because um,
7: it, it, it's man-made, isn't it? It's, it's
12: brick. It's, well, it's, it's made. It, oh, it's brick, is it? Yeah.
7: it I, I wasn't quite clear whether it's brick or not. Oh, from the picture i Now, listen, I've not been there, so, d- you know, don't take my word as gospel. From the pictures I've seen, and I'm just getting the pictures up now, it looks like it's man-made. It's, it, it doesn't look like it's a mm. natural
12: phenomenon. Well, it's difficult to know um, when you see them, because a swallow hole can, can look fairly um, precisely engineered as well. It, it could it could be a, 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 a well as well. Um, it, it could be either. Yeah, um, that's definitely... I, I've got it up. That's definitely made a brick, yeah. Oh, that's, it's got a surrounding it. it must be an old, um, disused um, well on the side. And that's
7: not in the deeds. You would have thought that would have
12: been. No, it wouldn't. It, it, wells don't, don't show up in deeds. Um, but, um, no, I mean, it, it, if it's a well, then the only thing one can do is, is um, simply fill it up but of course you never know quite how deep these things are
7: It's about 20 feet deep and about... Four foot well, wide. it can be
12: a lot, lot, lot deeper because, of course, um, uh, what you're looking down to 20 foot at is yeah. the top of what's fallen in. Yeah. You don't know whether that's bridging um, a, a foot the hole. Can um, you offer
7: the residents any help at all? Can you reach a compromise? Because these are these are families with kids, aren't oh, they? Oh no, they-
12: I, I realise that. Um, the, the minute we got back to work immediately after the bank holiday, we notified the insurers. Um, they've sent a loss adjuster down. The loss adjuster came, I think, on Wednesday. Right, okay. I'm just waiting to get a report. How long does that take? Do you know, Eric? Um, um, I, 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 would, I was half hoping I'd have the report this morning. I mean, it'd take a 48 hours and get a report. Okay. But I checked the policy as well for them. Um, I, I, I think it's covered under the report. Yeah. Certainly subsidence or, or if it had been a swallow hole's covered. I haven't checked on the well. But um, a, a swallow hole will be covered.
7: Eric, um, listen, can we talk to you next week when you when you get the, the, the you know the thumbs up or down uh, from uh, the uh, insurance company? Of course, company.
12: but, but it, it's with the insurers. Okay. What we also have is we, we have um, a specialist firm who act on behalf of the tenants. For uh, a few pounds a year. Yeah. um we pay a premium to a firm called Lariga, who actually act on behalf of the tenants to make sure the loss adjusters and insurers do their bit, okay. and they've been down to look at it with the loss adjusters, so hopefully we will see the benefit of that little bit of premium and and they will get a speedy results on
7: it what a what a surprise for everybody eh? Isn't it? just uh, goes to show
12: it's just a matter of how it, 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 it's not particularly difficult to solve um, the, the problem is if you try and fill it you don't know how deep yeah. you're going to fill yeah. i mean when, when this happened to me tw- about 25 years ago um, i poured two two loads of concrete down the hole and it went nowhere and a consulting engineer rather chuckled and said, we could go on doing that for eternity. Um, could
7: come uh, out in China.
12: Uh, yeah, well, exactly. And, and what you do, in fact, is, it's very simple, you just reinforce put a reinforced concrete lid over the top, mm. um, which is a simple, simple Eric,
7: time. I really appreciate your time this morning, thank you, and hopefully we'll speak next week, and let's totally keep good. our fingers crossed. Pleasure. Thank you very much indeed, Eric Gatston. Managing director of WE Black Limited. Got any Texas? Yes. What Texas have we got? We've got loads of Let's give, th- give us a few and then we'll uh, we'll have a few more Can a bit you say later. Thanks
8: to Eric for is He's still there. Thank, oh, you, Thank you, Eric.
7: Thank you, Eric. Thank uh,
8: you, Eric. We have got Texas here. Uh, Read the hole in Watford. Clue is in the street name Comet Way, says Snuffles. Yay! Hey. Uh, here we go. Uh, from Dr. Watts. When a motorbike was my primary form of transport, I used to see people updating their Facebook pages while driving up the A5 at 60 or 70 miles per hour. Yeah. And people on their phones all the time. You could always tell because the car would be all over the road. Yep,
7: yep, I've seen that.
8: Um, We've got one here. Uh, Beryl says, I was on a bus. We had to stop suddenly because a man on a phone turned in front of us. This threw me across the bus, injuring me, says Beryl of Bletchley and uh, tony says my view on using a mobile phone whilst driving is it should be made legal too many people are doing it for it to be controlled so i suggest if you have an accident whilst using a mobile phone the punishment should be more severe five thousand pounds for a minor bump five for years a minor p- what bump five years in prison for ab uh, ab injury, uh, injury? or with injury i think it's an injury it's during, a during a talented an artist. accident and 15 years prison for a death whilst using the mobile whilst driving so you see you can use it but the penalties will be more severe if you have an accident
7: that'll learn them
1: <laughs>
0: The A413, the High
15: Street in Whitchurch, is reported to be blocked by an accident around Church Headland Lane because of a car that's gone into a hedgerow. On the A1 southbound, it's starting to look very slow from the St. Neots Junction towards the Black Cat roundabout. And in Bricketwood, the North Orbital Road's very slow at the M25 Junction 21A roundabout. Having a look at the cameras on the M25, and it's quite busy anti clockwise around Junction 16 for the M40. On the trains, Southern and London Midland services are affected by 45 minute delays because of a signal failure at Wembley Central and also the 7.39 train from Milton Keynes Central to East Croydon is cancelled.
0: Samantha Brough, BBC Three Counties Radio.
1: Across beds, hearts and bugs.
0: This is BBC Three Counties Radio.
2: It's 7.30. I'm Simon Oxley. The BBC has found there's been a sharp fall in the number of drivers receiving penalty points for using a mobile phone at the wheel. Ed Miliband has rejected a direct offer from the SNP leader, Nicola Sturgeon, for their parties to go into coalition. The clash came during last night's televised election debate. Network Rail say disruption to services between Milton Keynes and London will continue until 10.30. And Hertfordshire County Council say 95% of children have been allocated a place at one of their preferred schools but nearly 1 in 5 missed out on their first choice. 3 County Sports.
0: BBC 3 Counties Radio.
2: England need eight wickets on the final day to win the first test in Antigua. The West Indies will resume on 98 for two, chasing an unlikely 438 to win. Practice starts at midday our time for Sunday's Bahrain Grand Prix with Harvard's Lewis Hamilton looking to follow up last weekend's win in China. Hamilton is playing down the latest spat with teammate Nico Rosberg.
3: You know what? I never actually feel any of the friction. I never actually feel it. Obviously it is there. It's very rarely coming from my side. So. I don't know, I just kind of keep my head down and
2: let them do what they want to do and and I just uh, do my talking on the track. Watford continue their Championship promotion challenge at home to Sheffield Wednesday tomorrow. Tonight second place Norwich hosts fourth place Middlesbrough. In League 1 Milton Keynes Dons host Leyton Orient. Second place Preston who are just 3 points ahead of the Dons are at Port Vale tonight. In League 2 tomorrow third place Wickham travel to Wimbledon. Stevenage are away to Accrington with Graham Westley's side looking to cement a playoff place.
1: I think our agenda is very straightforward. Um, we aim to go into the, into the playoffs with six straight wins. I think that that will be a ferocious mental disadvantage for everybody else and a ferocious advantage for ourselves. We want to be the top of the form table at the time when the playoffs are played.
2: And Luton, who are outside the playoff places, host struggling Hartlepool. Manager John Still will be without striker Paul Benson after they lost the appeal against his midweek red card.
18: You know, let's hope that we can sort of get something from Saturday that can take us to the next game we don't know that yet, let's let's do that and, and see where we go it might lead to an unbelievably exciting last game of the season but until that comes we don't know
2: And in Speedway, Rye House make the long trip to Plymouth in the League Cup tonight they host Sheffield in the Premier League tomorrow evening BBC Three Counties News and Sports the next full Bulletin is at.
0: Across beds, hearts, and bucks.
2: This is Ian Lee. Now.
1: BBC
0: Three Counties Radio. We
7: used to do, Catherine. Do you remember we used to do the? I can't even remember what it's called. The open door policy. Yeah. Where? Um, free between, for all Friday. Free for all f- between half free open door policy between. I put your headphones on if you want to hear um, what this uh, old woman has to say. Uh, and uh, people would turn up between half past seven, eight o'clock, and yeah. they come in, they hang
8: out. We stopped that, what, two months ago? Yeah, because people started not to come in. Yeah, so, so we stopped it, we stopped it. The open door was left open.
21: What are these two doing here?
8: It's a bit embarrassing. I think they can hear you.
7: Oh, <laughs> they turned up and Kelly said, we've got two people for the open door policy. I went, I don't want to know, send them away, send them away. And they went, and Kelly went, yeah, but one of them's only nine. <laughs> I couldn't send a nine year old away with a flea in her ear. Good morning, Mia. Good morning. Good morning, Mia's dad. Good morning. You smell nice, by the way, dad. Oh, thank what you. What are you wearing? Uh, oh, he's nice. a
23: wash Ooh. and everything.
7: Come a bit closer to the microphone, Mia. Now, Mia, tell, it, let's tell us a little bit about yourself. You're nine years old. Yeah. And you've been thrown out of school for fighting. Is that, <laughs> is that right? No. No? Well, then why are you not at school?
25: Because I'm on half term.
7: Oh, have you got one of those three-week half terms? Yeah. How? Oh, that's outrageous, isn't it? But... It sounds like you've been having a fun time. Tell me, tell Catherine where you just told me you've been.
25: Oh, Ch- we went to see Charlie in the Chocolate Factory, the musical and I- yesterday. Oh, I and I was going, well, that-
7: which film? She goes, no, 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 the show.
25: Is it good? Yeah, it's really good.
7: Oh my goodness. Fav- f- Favorite bit?
25: Um, probably when they turn. Charlie and his family turn on the TV to see who's just won the golden ticket. Yeah, and it's going through all the children and yeah. introducing them. Ah. That's really
7: funny. Now I was getting confused because I've not seen the film for a while, but my boys love it and the boys love the book. Who's the Who's the one that uh, that that it, it goes all purple and inflates?
25: That is um, Violet Beauregarde.
7: Yes. Violet, that's it. I, okay. How do they do that in the stage show? How do they do they make her go big?
25: Yeah. How do they do that? I don't know.
7: Does she go purple? No. No. Okay. She just goes big. Yeah. She maybe she's got like a bicycle pump up her dress or something, and they.
8: Because her bum goes really big. <laughs> and, <laughs> and then her stomach goes really big. It's Flip really funny. Neck. Hey, how do they get rid of veruca salt? Because I know in the book it's squirrels, and in the film yeah. she goes down the chute. Which one do they do on the? Well, show? it's both because
26: oh. the
25: squirrels. Sort of attack her and then they, she goes down the chute. Yeah. <gasps>
7: Blimey. Mm. So it's was fun, was it? Yeah, it was really. Do good. you go to the theatre a lot? Yes. What's what kind what what what, was the, what kind of shows do you like to see? Is it musicals? Is yeah. it s- s- silly stuff? Musicals. Because my um, do you, my boys when they were younger, you might remember this dad with with Mia. Uh, when they were younger, they didn't understand spontaneous rounds of applause. So if a round of applause started, because we all know that, you know, when you see a, a song finishes or someone does something, you know, something good or, you know, powerful in the play, we all start going like this. Yeah. My boys didn't understand it. So if any, as soon as a crowd started doing that, my boys would just burst into i I took them to see the tiger who came to tea. A friendly, family-friendly Oh, I've tea. seen that. It's good, that, isn't yeah. it? It's brilliant, and it's really silly. But every time people started applauding, they burst into tears. <laughs> going, I don't know what's going on, Daddy. I don't understand it. So um, I, I'm getting a kind of vibe from you, Mia, <laughs> that maybe when you're a little bit older, you want to be an actress. No. No. Lawyer. Uh,
25: a criminal barrister. Oh. oh.
7: oh. Tell me why.
25: Um well I'm quite I like doing things about law. Okay. And I like dealing I like dealing with things.
7: Okay, so if there's if there are problems, yeah. You like kind of solving them and yeah. stuff. Okay then. I
25: like bossing people around.
7: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> is that is that true, dad? Is she quite yeah, bossy. Very I take right.
25: that after my auntie.
7: Okay. Well, if in that case, if you don't mind,
25: No, I'm going
7: to blow your mind. I'm Okay, we're going to do one of the puzzles that we did on Justin Dealey yesterday. If she, if, she, if Mia thinks she's so clever... <laughs>
8: <laughs> if Mia thinks she's so clever... Let's find out whether we need to be calling Mia in about 20 years' time when we're in a bit of uh, trouble.
7: Now, you, you, you listen to the show, don't you, Mia? Yeah. That's why you come in. I really appreciate you listening. Thank you. you what, your thoughts on Justin Dealey?
25: Um, sometimes a bit annoying.
7: <laughs> <Hey>. Only sometimes? <laughs> really? Did you hear it yesterday when we were blowing his mind? Yes. Yeah. Oh, in that case, you might... Did you hear the one about the horse- the, the, oh, I've just given the answer away. Ignore that. Did you hear the one about the cowboy riding in on Thursday? No. Okay, fine. We might- we just on the, the edge. Okay. So but a cow- Didn't
25: co- you just say the answer? No. <laughs> no. No. What
7: are you talking about? Forget without Mia. Yeah. She's good. She's good. You wouldn't be up against her, would you, <laughs> in a court of law? <laughs> so a cowboy rides into town on Thursday,
26: mm-hmm.
7: stays for four nights, yeah. leaves on Thursday. How is that possible?
25: No, let me blow your mind. he's got a horse. Sorry? Because he's got a horse.
7: But what's the horse called?
25: Mm.
7: Uh, Dad? No, look at Dad. Dad's actually kicking her under <laughs>
18: the table.
7: <laughs> <laughs> he's kicking her under the table. I can see everything, Dad.
25: What can I? I can.
7: Cowboy rides into town on Thursday, stays four nights, leaves on Thursday. You've already you've already got more of it than Justin Dealy did, so you know, you're winning. <laughs> How is that possible?
25: The horse is called
7: Dustin. Yeah! She's brighter than Justin Dealey! Morning, no, we didn't blow we didn't blow Mia's mind. <laughs> you're actually brighter than Justin Dealey. How does that make you feel? <laughs> Why did you listen to Shaimeer? Because a lot of people think. Um, And they're right in some cases. The BBC local radio is a bit boring, uh, and it's mainly for old people like Dad. (laughs) Um, (laughs) You're welcome. Why do you listen? Because you're an intelligent nine-year-old young lady. You've got the, you know, your future. I'm envious of you being nine. Your future is ahead of you. You've got your head screwed on. Why do you listen to this nonsense?
25: Because it's funny. For all go. the people that are coming on, it sounds really funny.
7: Do you mean some of the weird callers? <laughs>
25: there's,
7: there's some weird callers, aren't there? Yeah. Isn't it worrying that those people out They've got the vote. <laughs> I, w- I would quite happily take the vote of Dennis and Dave and all of those people and give it to Mia. Because <laughs> you sound like you've got your head screwed on.
19: Thank
7: you. Um, uh, she sounds like she's um, a handful sometimes, Dad. A bit, uh, a bit argumentative. Well, her and her mum are very similar. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking into the <laughs> eyes lucky, of lucky I, lucky man. Man. I, take very you. I take off you. I take off to tired. you,
25: Dad. I really do okay.
7: <laughs> i love it <being> <laughs> right? um but, well mia the thing is we don't do this feature anymore so uh, i'm gonna i have to i actually have to kick you out of the studio <laughs> <laughs> i have to kick you out of the studio i don't know what she's laughing for I mean, this is me being Means tough it. i'm being tough and firm i've got to kick you out of the studio <laughs> why is she laughing at me <laughs> She's laughing. Hang on a second, Horace is on the line. Good morning, Horace. Good morning, Ian. How I'm, are you? I'm, well, I'm, I'm, feeling, I'm, I'm feeling good because I'm glad Mia's come in and it's nice to meet her and her dad. It is nice to meet you both. I'm feeling bad, Horace, because I've literally got to kick... Not literally, but... <laughs> well, if they, if they refuse to leave, I will. <laughs> Why is she laughing? I've got to kick you out of the studio. I'm about, I'm about to throw a nine-year-old out of the studio. <laughs>
27: Stop
23: laughing.
7: It's not funny, Mia. Yes,
27: it
8: is. It's not funny. Yes, it is.
7: I've got to um, kick a nine-year-old out of <laughs> the studio, Horace.
8: A very giggly nine-year-old. And I
7: feel, I feel bad about it.
28: By the, by the way, Ian. Yes, Horace. Oh. The reason that young, that delightful young lady Mia enjoys your program so much, you hit the nail on the head. Yeah. Because it's funny. That's the same reason I listen to it. Now, Horace,
7: no, this is See? the thing. Yeah, this is the thing, though. Mia's nine. Uh, Horace, I'm going to ask the question. How old are you, mate? Sixty-nine. Sixty-nine. There is a sixty-year age gap.
25: Actually, I'm nearly ten.
8: Oh,
7: are you nearly seventy, Horace? I'm seventy in two weeks. There we go. <laughs> so you're what we would call in the old days sixty-nine and three quarters. <laughs> okay, so let's okay, let's even off. We've got a seventy-year-old and a ten-year-old. It's still a sixty-year difference, me. We can't yeah. change that. We, when are you ten? Uh, June. What date? Twenty-seven. Oh, I'm June the 9th. Oh well, never mind. Uh, but then how do you explain Horace, the fact that a 70-year-old and a 10-year-old are digging the same nonsense?
28: <laughs> because uh there's too much other nonsense on the telly uh, serious nonsense. Yep.
7: Well, oh. and uh,
28: we appreciate listening to um good wholesome nonsense. Right, well, this is what we're going to do. This
7: is this is this is what we should be doing on BBC Local Radio. We are having metaphorical hands across the the water, hands across the airwaves. Uh, uh Mia would you extend your right hand please? Just put your hand out like this? No, like this. Uh, Horace, would you put your right hand out, please? Yes, I've got, I've got a... Shake hands, guys. Shake hands. <laughs> Horace.
25: <laughs> nice you too.
7: Thank you, Horace. Cheers, mate. Yeah. Ta-ta. There we go, you see. This is the thing that always confuses me, the fact that we've got a 10-year-old and we've got a 70-year-old and we've got older and younger people listening. To
8: this, I don't... From what Horace said, it's just purely down to lack of choice.
7: <laughs> <laughs> it says there's nothing else on. <laughs> Get out of my studio, Mia. <laughs> Why is she laughing? She's not joking. I'm, I'm, this isn't even a joke now. This is real. She's come in for a feature we stopped doing two months ago. Get out of my studio. Amir. It's not a joke.
8: It's even not doing a joke. The serious voice.
7: But what? There's going to be an awkward bit when she realises it's not a joke, and there are going to be tears
8: <laughs> from you.
7: Yeah, but seriously, one thing. Get out of my studio now. <laughs> I don't know why that's funny. Kelly, um, Kelly, come in. Come in, Kelly. Kelly's going to uh, manhandle you both. <laughs> stop. stop Stop laughing, Mia. You're taking my authority away from me by laughing. This is what we need to do next time we get a stroppy politician on. It's just get Mia in to laugh at them. In fact, that's exactly what we need to do. The next time an MP or the head of the police comes in, Mia, Fantastic. we're going to get you in... <laughs> And you're just going to (laughs) laugh at their nonsense answers. Kelly, I need you to escort these two off the premises. (laughs) No, there's not a joke now. Out. Get out.
0: Out. Oh, the laughing stopped. Across beds, hearts and bucks.
1: This is Ian Lee.
0: BBC Three Counties Radio. Gone. Can't believe. Is she all right? I, she's still laughing like a lunatic.
7: Yeah. She's like that that's the kind of laugh you can only get when people are being tickled and there was
8: no tickling going on no i can i can testify to that there were no hands
7: can i just say what a delightful young lady and what so what, nice. what a nice dad bringing her in you yeah. kind of get the pretty impression that it's half term they've run out of things to do they're midway th- or towards the end of week three they've run. i don't know what let's take her down to the radio station do
8: you know what it reminded me of you know <laughs> national lampoons where he yeah. takes them to wally world yeah and it's, closed. And
7: it's shut
8: there was a moment oh. there where they were almost being turned <laughs> away
7: but that isn't that great though Next time you get a politician on, or the head of a hospital, or a, or a police, you know, head of the police, that's come on with the good morning, Ian. First of all, I'd like to say thank you for the opportunity for ele- <laughs> just get Mia on laughing at them. Yeah. That would totally destroy their argument. Don't tell her I said this, but wasn't she absolutely delightful? She's brilliant. She's got her head screwed on. They're doing well with that one.
8: I still don't know why they live. <laughs> I
7: don't get it. And I like that. We have got we had a ten-year-old and a seventy-year-old shaking hands across the airwaves. I think
28: Horace is still there. Sorry, Horace. Yes, I'm still <laughs> <laughs> there. I just remembered the real reason I actually phoned
7: up. Oh, there's a. Re- <laughs> what was the real reason you phoned up? i tell you about the, the hole
28: that takes my breath away. <laughs>
7: Oh, dear. I'm glad she's gone. Yes, this is Justin's question. What hole has taken your breath away? Well,
28: ever since I've been a young child, like that young child you just had, on uh, uh, the, hole, the, the, the hole in the middle of a polo I mint. Mean, are you still there, Ian?
7: I think so. I'm not sure. I think I may have fallen uh, down the rabbit hole. The <laughs> hole
28: in the... Mi- and how has that taken your breath away? Because its uh, it's just... My first wages when I was a paperboy, fourteen and fourteen and six a week, I earned. Yeah, I bought a packet of polo mints with, and, and I've always they're still my favourite mints after oh, all these years. Isn't
7: that a nice story?
28: And also, but talking about it's, it's a pity Easter is just gone because um, I was telling everybody round about Easter. Yeah. whatever you do, don't pour boiling hot water down a rabbit hole.
7: Why? That's the best way to cook a rabbit, isn't it?
28: Uh, well, well if, if you do, you get
7: hot cross bunnies. Ladies and gentlemen, Horace, I was about to say you are my favourite caller, and I have to retract that.
1: Travel news for beds, cards and bugs.
0: BBC Three Counties Radio.
15: On the A1 southbound, it's very slow from the St. Neots Junction towards the Black Cat roundabout. But on the High Street in Whitchurch, the E413 is now cleared again at Church Headland Lane after the accident earlier on. In Mill Hill on the A1 Watford Way, it's looking slow from the apex corner towards the Mill Hill Circus. And also the M25 anti-clockwise, looking quite busy between Junction 17 for Maple Cross and 16 for the M4. On the trains, there are still problems on Southern and London Midland services because of a signalling problem at Wembley Central that could cause cancellations and delays of up to 45 minutes between or uh, through Wembley Central. Samantha Bruff, BBC Three Counties Radio. Thank
7: you, Sammy. <laughs> If you've just tuned in, you missed Mia, a nine-year-old, just rocking up saying, let me in, guys. I'm nine. I'm the future of the British legal system. Uh, We will put some of that in the podcast. Don't you fear. 746... It's Friday the 17th of April, I'm Ian Lee These are your headlines on BBC Three Counties Radio The BBC has found there's been a sharp fall in the number of drivers receiving penalty points for using a mobile phone at the wheel Ed Miliband has rejected a direct offer from the SNP leader, Nicola Sturgeon for their parties to go into coalition and nearly one in five children have missed out on their first choice of primary school in Hertfordshire Let's get the weather, here's Elizabeth
0: Beds, hearts and bucks weather BBC
7: Three Counties Radio
22: Hello, very good morning to you. It's going to feel a bit chillier today quite warm in the sunshine still but it's quite cool in the shade we've got lower dew point air so cooler air and we've also got that um, strengthening easterly wind as well so if you're in exposure to that it's going to feel really quite chilly but nice in the sunshine there'll be some good spells of sunshine around we might just catch over eastern areas of Hertfordshire in particular a few spots of rain just from some cloud that's heading down from the north so don't be too surprised if you see something wet fall out of the sky but it will tend to be really very very light and and really quite few and far between those droplets as well so um, for the most part It is going to be a dry day. Most of us will see a dry day. Lots of fine weather around as well. Some good spells of sunshine. Just variable amounts of cloud. And as I said, feeling a bit colder than yesterday. Afternoon highs today, 13 or 14 degrees, 57 in Fahrenheit. Overnight tonight, now we've still got that easterly. It's going to help to keep any frost at bay. Lows of four or five degrees for the most part, but quite a cold night. And then into tomorrow, well, the weekend is looking dry and settled. High pressure dominating the weather at the moment. So it will also be dry into next week. But on Saturday, it's going to turn quite blustery for a time. Uh, there'll also be lots and lots of sunshine around. So a very usable weekend of weather. It's certainly not going to ruin your weekend at all. Uh, but it will feel quite cool at times And exposure to the wind and in the shade. Um, but nice and warm in the sunshine. There'll be a bit more in the way of cloud though on Sunday. Temperatures at around 11 or 12 degrees. That's the forecast.
7: I forgot to um, say to me, I, I mean I'm being slightly presumptuous here, but these kids these days, they like to do selfies don't they? And you're
8: I... presuming she's still listening. Uh, well, she She'll know a bit. <laughs>
7: She's off to heart now. I'm a big fan of of whatever Muppet is presenting this rubbish. Mia, if you want to pop back and have a picture taken, you're more than welcome to. I I should have said that and I forgot to. Apologies. Sometimes in
6: life, things don't always go to plan.
1: It worked perfectly for two and a half, three
13: years, till two days ago.
16: He should refund me £1,900.
3: Which is where we come in. We managed to get them to agree to come back in to the property on an agreed date.
6: The JVS show takes on your consumer problems.
3: But I... lost a whole
14: lot in administration
6: charges and helps to get to the right solution
14: I've received a check back
28: for 578 pounds
14: Jonathan I can't thank you enough I don't know how
24: you do what you do you and your team
6: the JVS show weekdays from 9 here on BBC three counties radio you all right girls Yes, are you? Yeah,
7: good. Me, I mean, I, I, you know, it, it does amaze me because people say, oh, the show's rubbish, oh, the show's rubbish. And it, it, you know what? Yeah. That's
9: just us who says that. <laughs>
7: yeah, I know. I wish you'd stop saying it to me <laughs> while uh, we're playing records and things. It breaks my heart. But um, I, that's made my day. I'm a nine-year-old uh, and a, se- a ten-year-old and a seventy-year-old. I love it when you go, <laughs> you say, well, I'm seventy in two weeks. <laughs> <He's awesome. laughs> I love that thing. I'm nine and three quarters. Uh, we've had a ten-year-old and a seventy-year-old metaphorically shaking hands and both saying they like the show for the same reason that's made my day that. that's, that's lovely that's lovely isn't it thank i'm yeah. glad Mia. If you if you want to pop in for a photo you, you know you're more than welcome to any you want actually.
8: although next time of course we ask anyone why they listen to the show you've got to say because it's local and vocal
7: now an 80 year old wellin man has been pumping off like a demon for two hours a day in the gym what
8: every day as well
7: yeah he, he cannot stop he's just there build, building up a sweat Ian Miller is determined to defend his World Strongman title in America this year, just after we've had a nine-year-old in the studio as well, Catherine, you write this filth. He's an 80-year-old strongman. He's on the line. Morning, Ian.
8: Morning. Nice to speak to you, Ian. Tell us a bit about yourself and when you became strong. Were you a weedy baby?
14: Uh, well, according to my mother, I was nearly 12 pounds when I was born. Good grief. Yeah, exactly, I know.
7: It's <laughs> like passing <laughs> a bowling ball.
14: <laughs> <laughs> yes, well, I'm basically from the Western Highlands and uh, also I uh, lived in Glasgow before I came to, down to England when I joined the army in 1952.
8: Oh, so you've always been a big lad who can take care of himself, I'm taking it then. Yes, yes. Uh,
14: Basically, right, yes.
8: So is the army where you got your, um, your thing about fitness from, or were you always into sort of uh, gyms and stuff like that before?
14: No, it was almost, uh, the, because when I lived in the highlands, the only real sport you had was uh, the men doing the highland games, and they, they, sh- they showed me what to do when I was 12. And I got the bug, and uh, I, right. I competed the first time when I was 19, in 1953, yeah. when I came home and leave from the army. But then in the army, you don't get a chance to do... High on the game, so you just keep yourself very, very. Fit. Ian, I've
7: Ian. got, I've got to interrupt. I'm an Ian. I've got to call you out, mate. You're not Scottish. Yes,
14: I am. You're yeah, not, you're not Scottish,
7: Ian. <laughs> spell your first name, please, sir. Ian. Spell it. I A N. That's not Scottish. Well, Where's the... the I? Where's the I A I N? The correct way to spell it. Well, it depends on what island you come from. Oh. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> I've got a picture of you up on my screen. Uh, what, what are all those medals you're dangling from your arms? Well, uh, I don't
14: know what. Uh, photograph that is. Uh, but this is on your Twitter page.
8: Oh, it's the one
14: that's been oh, set that's, up for uh, him. That was uh, one of the world championships in in, Dublin, in Dunboy and outside Dublin. I do the normal hammer, shot, discus, javelin, these sort of things as well. Yeah. So I've got 40 world records and I've been world champion 43 times. Hang it's, on,
7: sorry, you've got 40 world records?
14: <coughs> yes, that's right, yeah. And I've been world champion 43 times for the hammer, shot, discus, and javelin. But the Highland Games is the one that I really enjoy and do
8: do you do the caber
14: oh very much so yes how far you don't do it for distance you do it for uh, going over in uh like 12 o'clock it's got to go over like a clock well how do you know who's won the toss then well whoever throws it the straightest
7: okay so oh. it's a
14: straight toss yeah straight for 12 o'clock or you can have it 11 1 2 3 and if it's three or nine, it's a no
8: thrift. As it leaves your hands, as it leaves your arms, can you tell it's going to be a good one? Yes, you can. You, you, know, you know that it's going to go. Yeah, you
14: know it's going to go. And I
7: suppose when uh, you know when it comes to the toss, that all that pumping off you've done must really help.
14: Oh, it does. They're not, they're not that heavy. They're only about 150 pounds weight. But... Oh, really? Because I, I always thought they looked they look so heavy. No, it's the length of them. It's, uh, when you get six it would
7: be the length, wouldn't it?
14: Yes, yeah, it's at 16 or 21 feet. It's very really difficult to balance and control the, oh. the, the heavy weight.
7: Who knows really what 21 feet looks like? Now, listen, there is a campaign, in, isn't there? That's right. To get you. Now, what is it that you're trying to get to and why?
14: Yeah, the, I'm trying to get to St. Louis in uh, Missouri because that's where the. World Championship for the Scottish Highland Games is what next year?
7: Why is it? In, hang on! Why is it not in Scotland?
14: Well, they had have it, have it in Scotland in 2014. It, it's a World Championship. It goes all over oh, okay. the world. Right. Okay. So um, I, and because I became world champion in 2014, uh, I was invited to go and defend the title in St. Louis. Yeah. I said, fine, that's good, uh, but. Being an amateur, you've got to pay all your own way, and it uh, costs a lot of money.
26: Yeah, of course. So a uh,
14: young, lovely young man called Jason Haynes from the University of Harper, he uh, met me in the gym and said, could he help? And he set a fund up called Get Ian Miller to uh, America.
7: And that's, and that's the Twitter feed as well, if you want to have a look, at uh, uh, Get Ian to America. and right, it's, yeah. And it's, it spells Ian wrong, but don't hold <laughs> that against... Don't hold that against the guy! <laughs> goodness sakes.
0: So
8: Ian, who, who's the big competition when you get out there? Because I would think Highland Games, you stand a, a decent advantage, don't you?
7: Not really, because... Um, they don't, there's not a round based on
14: accent, for goodness sakes, Catherine.
7: Well, you know,
8: it's, it's, it's in his blood, it's in his genetics. You know, these other guys don't stand a chance, do they?
14: Oh, good heavens, from the, we do the Masters from the age of 40, and most of these guys are um, ex-world champions at something or other. Oh, really? And they're very, very big men. In fact, a group who came from uh, Belgium uh, to Inverness last year, there was 13 of them, the smallest was 6 feet 4, and the largest was 6 feet 11. Flippin'. Oh, blimey. They're, they're big, big men, but of course, uh, although you're strong, it's a technique you have to have to do most of the events.
7: Uh, worst injury you sustained, Ian?
14: I broke my back in 1975. In Flipping it, that's pretty bad. Uh, well, it, it could have been better. How did you do that? <laughs> <A> parachuting accident. <laughs>
7: Another story. When you so what? You just landed badly, did you? Yes, I did. Yes. And did you hear the snap?
14: No, you, you don't. You don't hear or feel anything. You all go numb.
7: Oh yeah, yeah. It
14: was all right. But the army. believed it. it was all right. I yes. broke my back. It was all right. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Tough well, guy. attitude is, uh, well, get up and do something. So they told me to take up karate exercises <laughs> to stretch the back, and I did that. Oh. Uh. Well, so it was good fun.
7: You're, you're you're 80, aren't you, Ian? That's right, I'm when, 81 for the competition. When, when are you 81? What, what date? August. OK, you got, you got so you're 80 in the, in the three. Which
8: date in August?
7: Eleventh.
8: Oh, day before my birthday. Well,
7: Ian,
14: all the good people. If
8: exactly.
7: people want to slip Ian a few quid, if you go on Twitter, get Ian to America is the, the thing, or you can go gofundme.com slash Ian to America. Ian, will you keep in touch and let us know how it goes? I most certainly shall do. I wish you the very best of luck. Thanks ever so much for the help. Hey, listen, it's a pleasure. Thanks for talking to us. Best of luck, mate. Yeah, I I-A-N. Yeah, but spell it properly. I-A-I-N, for goodness sake. What sakes. a nice fella. Well, you say that. He's a chance of spelling his name like that. There's Apart from that, yes, he's delightful. Thank you, Ian.
8: There's another 12 pounder in the papers, but now it looks like... It. This is, <laughs> looks puny, because Ian already did it, and I bet his mum didn't use gas in air. Go on, big baby. You would be hard-pushed to find a newborn who is anywhere near as big as this not-so-little bundle of joy. Well, we did. We just spoke to him. He's now eighty. <laughs> Equally impressive is that brave Danielle Davis gave birth to Harley, who weighed in an astonishing... Oh, he's not even 12... £11.15, without any pain-relieving drugs. She also endured the eight-hour labour... Oh, hang on a minute. OK, I'll I'll give her some extra points for this. Despite her blood clot on the brain. She said the midwives couldn't believe how big he was. They said he was difficult to weigh because it was off their official charts. He was the talk of the hospital.
7: Well, everyone likes to think their babies are the talk of the hospital, but really...
8: She did it on gas and air. bet Ian's mum did it with nothing.
7: Hey, we got an email from Derek about the Black Cat Roundabout. Oh, yeah. Have we decided are we doing that or are we not doing that? Here's, let's listen to Ian's We email. might
8: do that. Let's have a listen to Ian.
7: The roadworks are now complete with the addition of traffic... Where is the black cat roundabout for those people who don't know?
8: Uh, it's over. Am I thinking right? It's if, if you're driving towards Cambridge, so is it is it Roxton?
7: Why not? The roadworks are now complete with the addition of traffic lights and an extra feeder lane. What difference has it made? None. In fact, the tailbacks are worse than when the alterations were in progress. Well done, Bedfordshire Highway Department, for wasting people's time and a load of money. It looks very nice, but is of no benefit to motor vehicles. May the slow crawl towards the roundabout continue. Oh, dear. Well, you can't downplay a nice-looking roundabout, though. That's, you know, important for if you're flying over it.
8: Well, if you're parked around it, yes, it's important, it's nice. You've
7: got 30 seconds.
8: Uh, okay, hungry Tory gets roasting. Other people eat too, but this one in particular for is. For a, a full Tory. list
7: of eaters, go to the internet. A
8: politician has come under fire for tucking into a cold roast dinner oh, during a council meeting. I feel sorry for Inappropriate this. Inappropriate eating. Johnny Bucknell, 58, was ordered by Camden Council Mayor Lazaro Petrignoli to stop eating because it's banned in the chamber.
7: I would have said it was a soft G.
8: Petragnoli. Yeah. Mugnell, who represents Bell Size North London, said, I never knew there was a band. There's nothing wrong with nibbling from a lunchbox if you're being discreet. Now, the <laughs> other day, I had my car valeted, and the first person to sit in the passenger seat opened up his lunchbox and started eating a salad. Rude. One of the one of the um, workmen? Yes, it was. No, it wasn't. It was someone I knew a bit better.
13: Unbelievable.
1: Travel news for beds, cards and bugs.
8: BBC Three
15: Counties Radio. On the... A1 Southbound, it is busy approaching the Black Cat Roundabout from the St. Neots Junction, I recuse. In Stevenage on Broad Hullway, it's looking very slow on the speed sensors at Gunnerswood Wood Road. And in High Wycombe, it's also looking very busy there on the A40 London Road in both directions. On the M25 anti-clockwise, it's slow from Junction 19, 17 for Maple Cross to Junction 16 for the M40. And on the trains, London Midland have delays between... Tring and London Euston and also Southern have delays between uh, Milton Keynes Central and Shepherds Bush because of a signalling problem. Samantha Bruff, BBC Three Counties Radio.
7: Thank you very much Samantha. What hole, I can't believe I'm saying this what hole has taken your breath away? Do call me now won't you?
0: Local and vocal across beds, hearts and bucks.
1: This is BBC Three Counties Radio.
2: It's 8 o'clock. I'm Simon Oxley. The headline, sharp fall in penalty points for drivers using a mobile. Miliband rejects coalition with the SNP and anger over school places in Hertfordshire.
0: BBC Three Counties Radio.
2: The BBC has found there's been a sharp fall in the number of drivers receiving penalty points for using a mobile phone at the wheel. A freedom of information request to all police forces has revealed a fall of nearly 25% last year, with more people being offered an awareness course. Paul Newman is founder of the Campaign group hands off his sister was killed by a driver who was using a mobile. It's
14: destroyed our family it's, it's devastated us losing a beautiful sister because of somebody who used a mobile phone it's you know, you don't get over something like that
21: you, you just don't think it's going to be you.
2: Ed Miliband has rejected a direct offer from the SNP leader, Nicola Sturgeon, for their parties to go into coalition to stop the Conservatives returning to power. The clash came during last night's televised election debate
29: featuring five opposition leaders. We have profound differences between between us, David. That's why I'm not going to have a coalition with the SNP. So it's a no, I'm afraid.
8: I don't know what Ed Miliband is talking about. This election is about getting rid of the Tories. And, Ed, whatever differences you have with me, Surely they add is nothing to the differences both of us have with the Tories.
2: Network Rail says disruption to services between Milton Keynes and London will continue until at least 10.30 this morning. A signalling problem is affecting Virgin, London, Midland and Southern trains. Hertfordshire County Council say 95% of children have been allocated a place at one of their preferred schools, but nearly one in five missed out on their first choice. Over 800 were not given any of the three primary schools they listed. Hertfordshire's Director of Education, Andrew Simmons, has described the process as a significant challenge. Candace Monk didn't get a place for her daughter at any of the primary schools she applied for.
5: I'm angry. I don't see what the point of the, the system is because they've, they've basically just put me wherever they wanted to um, and the school that I'm in is it's not a huge travelling distance but in traffic in the morning you're still talking 45 minutes in a car so, it's gutting, it's absolutely gutting.
2: A man was airlifted to hospital after a crash which closed the M1 in Hertfordshire last night. The motorway was closed southbound between junctions 9 and 8 from around 6.30. Later, the M1 was closed northbound between Milton Keynes and Northampton after a car went down an embankment at about 11.30. Two people had to be freed by fire crews. A stash of stolen catalytic converters has been found under a bush in Dunstable. Community support officers found 16 hidden in Watling Street. Bedfordshire Police Say 72 have been stolen in the Dunstable area over the past four months. In sport, England need eight wickets on the final day to win the first test in Antigua. The West Indies will resume on 98 for two, chasing an unlikely 438 to win. And practice starts at midday, our time for Sunday's Bahrain Grand Prix, with Hertfordshire's Lewis Hamilton looking to follow up last weekend's win in China. The weather, a mix of cloud and sunny spells with the chance of a light shower this afternoon, a maximum temperature 13 degrees Celsius and you can get the latest news and sport online at bbc.co.uk
7: slash threecounties. Thank you, Simon. Morning, Ian Lee. BBC Three Counties, Raider. Gosh. What a first couple of hours you've had. The first hour, um... Oh, it's top secret. I'm not telling you. Yeah, that's right. We're making the first hour an exclusive club. And we're not going to tell you what happened in the first hour between six and seven. You have to listen. And if you don't listen, tough. It was half good, though. Oh, it was half good. Second hour, Mia turned up for a feature that we stopped doing two months ago. So she came in and she was delightful, although uh, she got hysterical when uh, I actually booted her out of the studio. And we're asking, just to humiliate Justin Dealey, Because it's his question. What hole has taken your breath away?
0: Across beds, hearts and bucks.
7: This is BBC
1: Three Counties
7: Radio. Have got any texts yeah, on there? I've just
8: had a message from upstairs. Mia and her dad are back to have their picture taken. Hey, places,
7: beautiful. So be- we'll if, you can, if you can wait ten minutes, yeah, exactly. we'll do it a quarter past. We'll, we'll, you come in and have your picture taken with, with great pleasure.
8: Magic. Um, Big M says, I wouldn't worry too much about that hole. I'm too fat to fall down there. This is the
7: hole in someone's back garden.
8: Um, Matt talking about people doing daft things whilst they're driving. We had earlier on a phone call from someone who'd seen someone reading a book.
7: Reading a book. I've seen people walking and reading books. What's that all about? No book is that good. Well.
8: No. No. Matt says the worst thing I've seen is a man typing on his iPad balanced on his steering wheel driving across lane 2 and 3 of the M1.
7: Oh, that's outrageous.
8: Anne, you were asking for someone who's t- who has um, who's turned down the course in favour of the points. Oh yes, yeah. anyone
7: you get speeding, of the, you, you get caught speeding. Nobody has ever turned well, down the course.
8: Pete Stopfold has. What? He says I turned down the course in favour of three points on my licence. After factoring in the cost and of time needed to go on the course, it was cheaper for me just to take the points. I had a clean licence anyway, and I don't pay for my car insurance, so I wouldn't oh, affect that. Tough guy. It was for speeding in a thirty zone. Okay. In I
7: love it, the way everyone gives the, the the the. I was only doing was only doing 36. Well, yeah, but you broke oh, the, the signs
8: law. weren't there. I got
7: I got I got caught several times, um, and I'm waiting to see if I got caught again. My fault. My fault. You get angry. Oh, blooming cameras. Well, actually, no, blooming me for being an idiot. For being an idiot. You it's the same when with,
8: you're doing it. Don't. The it?
7: same with parking tickets when they're legitimately handed out. This is why I don't get this 10 second. Was it 10 minute grace? Because you, know, you get back in time, you know, or don't park on the double yellow lines, or don't park in the load. You know, it's fine. Isn't it? It's your
8: fault. You know if you've chanced it. Yeah. Sometimes you lose.
7: Oh uh, eight four five nine four double five five double five. There's been a sharp fall in the number of drivers uh, getting caught using a mobile phone at the wheel. Figures show last year's 73,000 fixed penalty notices were issued in England and Wales. That's down almost 25% on the previous year. I'm joined now by Mark Turner, who's chief executive of the Bedfordshire-based Road Victims Trust. Morning, Mark. Good morning, Ian. Thanks for having me on. You're very welcome. Punishment. Oh, you're OK. There we go. A- That's it. we got you. Punishment versus education. Where do you stand on that? Where do I stand? I think
10: education works pretty well, actually. I hear what you're saying about the speed awareness courses. Uh, I haven't been on one personally. People that I do know that have been on them speak very, very highly of them because of how they make the driver feel, the education, the thought it brings to their driving thereafter. So I think you would probably find there is an evidence base that suggests that it does, that does
7: work. These these figures for, for the uh, fixed penalty notices for the mobile phone use, they're, they're down. What do you put that to? Do you think is the, the awareness course is actually having an impact or do you think that maybe the police, they kind of had a bit, a bit of a blitz a couple of years ago and they've taken their eye off the ball a bit?
10: I don't think it's the police taking that off the ball. The police have got loads and loads of other things that they have to do, and they have to try and prioritise. Really, really difficult job. What I do know is that if you only have to drive about on a daily basis to see how many people are actually using their phones while they're driving, it's absolutely shocking. Road Victims Trust, we know that across three counties every year, beds, hearts, and cams, 90 people will be killed. Ninety people's lives will be lost. They're not all, of course, as a result of mobile phones, but there is a significant number and a growing number of collisions that are occurring because people are using their phones.
7: Why do people still do it, Mark, do you think?
10: Well, that's a really, really good good question. Everybody wants to be kept in touch as soon as possible. We know what phones are like. We know how that has crept into, into use. Uh, And unfortunately, people get distracted. As soon as people's phones ring or pip that they've got a text, people feel that they have to pick it up for whatever reason. That's not just about youth, by the way. That's about all of us. Everybody seems to be kind of tapped into that. The advice I would have to give everybody is if they're driving their car, turn their phone off and do not use it at any stage that they're driving.
7: Um, uh, Well, yeah, I'm old enough to remember when, you know, people would, before even answer phones were around, people would would write notes for you on a a little bit of paper. So, oh, Steve called, and he he wants you to call him back when you can. Uh, um, But we want everything now, don't we?
10: Yes, I I think we do, and there's a lot of advantages to that, I have to say, because if you took our phones off any of us, we would uh, really, really struggle to exist for probably just a couple of hours, I suggest. But it's that driving. It's when people get into the car... And behind the wheel, they have got no greater responsibility other than to drive safely. And they've got to turn the phones off and not use them.
7: Uh, Mark, do you know what happens at these uh, awareness courses? Because I've been on the speed awareness and they they, they basically show you videos of car crashes and they ask you questions about stopping distances and stuff. I don't know what they would show you or what they would do at the, the mobile phone course.
10: Yeah, sorry, I haven't been on those, so they couldn't really comment. But I guess it would be around about the same education. Now, I'm not sure what your experience was of that course, but the people I've been on around the speed awareness course speak very, very highly of it because of the diligence of the people putting the subject over and the fact that it does actually make them think about their actions Mm. and consequences. That's why I like the educational part to it.
7: Mark, I appreciate your time this morning. Thank you. Keep on doing the good work. Thank you, Ian. Cheers, Cheers Mark. Baba, Mark Turner, Chief Executive of the Bedfordshire-based Road Victims Trust.
0: Call 08459
1: 455 four double five five double five.
7: BBC Three Counties Radio. Bigger me, bigger me. Everyone's got it. Bigger me.
8: Oh, that fella!
7: <laughs> Isn't it funny? All these bigamists... Uh, we, 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 we all have a look, or most of us have a look we go for, because his wives. Uh, they're almost identical they're almost identical uh,
8: one apparently is better than the other
7: rat lied to wife number one wa- this is a great lie but lies you've told your partners please well lies you've told put that out there because is his, his, the reason that he told wife number one that he couldn't spend all that time with her I'm hiding because I'm in witness protection
8: Wow <laughs> she, and she fell for that
7: yeah Um, a bigamist spent nights with, this is in the sun, a bigamist spent nights with his secret second wife after telling his first he had to move into a safe house.
8: But have you seen what they were attempting to do while he was, while he was in this potential safe house? No, They were trying for a baby. I would suggest trying for a baby involves being in the house. They were trying for their first child. And not being
7: funny, he looks like, I mean, both these women are, are, uh, you know, are are fairly attractive. They're good looking women. He looks like a potato with hair on.
8: He must be funny.
7: Um, in reality he was with wife number two Philippa who he'd wed after forging divorce papers um, bigamist Andrew Eccles, fuming first wife tipped off police oh look do you know how she spotted him after she spotted him on Facebook Facebook as Joe Kyle would say why do people go on that rubbish spotted him on Facebook doing an ice bucket challenge with his secret second spouse Trusting Michelle O'Clee had no idea her husband was cheating until she went online and saw he had been nominated to take on the Chilly Dare Chilly with his new mistress, Philippa. The nomination from O'Klee's brother, John, and baby nephew last August said Uncle Andrew and Auntie Philippa had to throw ice-cold water over their heads.
8: So hang on a minute, his brother knew?
7: This is weird, isn't it? Next line. Michelle, believed to be a pal of TV's Mylene class... Oh. Then watched the a video of it. I don't what's
8: that got to do with anything? Makes it more interesting, apparently.
7: Well, I'm surprised they've not put that on the front page, that bit. Um, watched a video and Mr. astonished to find fi- pictures of his secret wedding. A clee was charged and hauled into court where he was jailed this week by a judge. Jailed. Blimey. Deary you hearing me. So, who, so who's the... Which one is, the, is his favourite wife? Which one's he going to keep? Because he's, he's seen leaving court... With the second one. With the second one. Yeah,
8: the first one dobbed him in, so I'd suggest that he's not a friend anymore. On Facebook. <laughs> Maybe that was a mistake in the first place.
7: Uh, oh, Michelle's gone. Uh, Michelle has disappeared. A uh, clear Michelle used to live in Ealing West, London, and their landlord became so suspicious of his comings and goings he hired a private investigator. A landlord hired a private investigator? Maria's in Leighton Buzzard. Good morning, Maria. Good morning. What would you like to say, Maria?
27: I'm just very keen on bringing up something about the subject you were just talking about using mobile phones while driving. Yeah. One of the biggest things is my bugbear is seeing mums in their cars picking up their youngsters from school on their mobile phones. And they just can't believe, I just can't believe the fact that they can't just take the time to stay parked in their car for a while to use the car before they start driving. I've had a woman give me the middle finger when I've tried to... put it out to her that she's got her children in the back of the car and she's on her mobile phone. Yeah. If it, if the accident was to happen to her, okay. But not the innocence of the children in the car and also the other victim that has to then cope with the accident that by her.
7: Maria, look look at me in the eyes. Yes. Okay. Now look look me in the eyes.
27: Yes.
7: Are you telling me yep. you have never used your mobile phone whilst driving? Never. Never? Never. You've never had an important phone call about work or a pair of shoes.
27: No, that's what a text. That's what a text is for, and that's what a voicemail is
7: for. Have you ever sent a text whilst driving? No. Have you ever read a text whilst driving?
27: No. You can always check your put, emails. You can always put no.
7: Updated your Facebook status. No. Read a book.
27: I knew you were going to do this. Yeah. My partner said, "Don't challenge it." No. We? Well, I'm, I'm the, just the other. The other thing that I'd like to say is very, we've,
7: very nicely swerved.
27: We've, we've <laughs> got all this technology yeah. in vehicles now. Why can't something be made that an alarm comes on for oh. when somebody puts on their mobile phone? Because
7: no one would buy that car. That's that's the reason. Isn't it? Yeah, it's a sensible idea, but no one would buy that car, would they? Oh. It's like I, why, why, why? You know. why... I mean,
27: there's trackers on cars to stop people yeah. from going places. Why can't there be a tracking? <laughs> I mean, they do the PNC checks in the police cars for all these all the cars and vehicles that are. They do those boxes, don't they?
7: They do those boxes for insurance companies that monitor your driving and your turning and your speed and stuff like that. Yeah. Maybe that's something. I'm sure the technology exists.
27: I'm sure it does. Even if it just made the phone not work. These it.
7: mums, these mums you see with their using their mobile phones, are they driving those big um, those, yeah, those big yeah. tractors? Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> really I've never really had a problem with those cars until my boys started going to school. Yeah, and you got mums, tiny little mums, driving these massive four by fours in town, and you do that. They're, they're so ridiculously. And if any big. of those mums
27: have been to John Lewis or somewhere, yeah. I know there's many up many shops that you can go and buy from but if you went to a shop and they bought a new porcelain dinner service or something like that in the back of the car they would drive more (laughs) carefully with that in the back than they would their children
7: sometimes Excellent call, thank you very much for being a good sport Okay, ta -ta. bye bye
1: travel news for beds, hearts and bugs.
0: BBC Three Counties Radio. It's busy on the A1 southbound from St
15: Neots Junction towards the Black Cat roundabout. In Luton on Hatter's Way it's very busy between Dunstable Road and Chorland Lane and in High Wycombe the A40 London Road is slow in both directions. On the trains there are 45 minute delays on London Midland services between Tring and London Euston and also the southern trains are suspended at the moment between Milton Keynes Central and Shepherds Bush. It's all because of a signal problem at Wembley Central, Samantha Bruff, BBC Three Counties Radio.
7: Thank you, Samantha. Right, it's 8.16, it's Friday the 17th of April, I'm Ian Lee. These are your headlines on BBC Three Counties Radio. The BBC has found there's been a sharp fall in the number of drivers receiving penalty points for using a mobile phone at the wheel. Ed Miliband has rejected a direct offer from the SNP leader, Nicola Sturgeon, for their parties to go into coalition. And nearly one in five children have missed out on their first choice of primary school in Hertfordshire. BBC
0: Three Counties Radio.
6: As the general election gets closer... We want to know what you really think. Sometimes it gets a bit boring, I think. But
29: we kind of feel like nothing changes. Parliament really needs a good shake-up.
6: We're holding a number of debates across beds, hearts and bucks, focusing on the biggest issues. The national health. I think that's a big concern at the moment.
4: Immigration, probably. I think education more than anything.
6: If you'd like to take part and have your say, you can register your interest right now. Email 3cr at bbc.co.uk. Or call 08459 455
24: 555. I always do the vote because I think it's uh, my right to vote.
6: Election 2015 on BBC Three Counties Radio. But right.
7: not being funny, Mia. What are you doing back here? <laughs> we
6: told you earlier.
7: <laughs> we told you earlier that you can't stick around. We know you've come back. What do you want? <laughs> Out, <laughs> Kelly, would you escort her off the premises, please? <laughs> please. I'm expecting more from you, Mia's dad. Out. <laughs> Out. Stop laughing. Out. <laughs> Out
19: so sorry Jonathan out thank you you. don't
7: suck up to him (laughs) out I heard that (laughs) <laughs> he didn't say that he didn't say that to me. Did he? <laughs> if you missed that, I think it was probably on Mike. He lent me as dad leant over to Jonathan and went, I like your show, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> but how did she get back in this, this building? Okay,
8: but she's gonna wait until Jonathan goes to her and then she'll be back in.
7: <laughs> oh, <Hilarious>. dear, <laughs> I, I like your show, by the way.
19: Not this rubbish. <laughs>
6: <laughs> Good morning, Jonathan. Good morning, Ian Lee. What's on your show this morning? We, uh, there's more. We're uh, we're continuing the uh, mobile phone behind the wheel oh, discussion yeah, we today. From nine, yes. the question I'm going to ask is, what should the punishment be for using a mobile behind the wheel? Fewer people are being prosecuted for using their mobile phone behind the wheel as more and more guilty drivers are sent on educational courses instead. The number of drivers given points for mobile phone use dropped by nearly a quarter from 2013 to 2014, the steepest drop in five years. Lead officer for roads policing, Suzette Davenport, says that she'd like any driver caught using a mobile phone more than once to face disqualification. But in reality, with more and more drivers avoiding points and fines in favour of four-hour-long educational classes, we seem to be getting softer on people who use their mobile phones whilst behind the wheel. Well, from Nine this morning, I want your reaction to this. What should the punishment be for using a mobile phone? behind the wheel. Have you had many people this morning who have admitted they do it? No one has admitted that they do it. If we catch them... Well, in that case, there's a lot of liars. Yeah, there are. Because I see it all the time, yep, yep. and I'd imagine there are huge numbers of people listening to You're in to your play. car now, look left, look right, look down, you will see someone using their mobile phone. Exactly. Yeah. And you can, you can always tell when you're behind someone who's on their mobile phone when their car is either going too slow or <laughs> it's a bit there's, wobbly. there's a slight movement yeah. of it and you think, right, when yeah. I get next to you, I'm just going to glance through the passenger window yeah. and I'm going to look. Oh, there you there are, you. gazing down at something fascinating between your legs. I bet it's your phone. Well, from, I, I hope it's your phone. exactly. Well, from nine this morning, I'd like to know what you think the punishment should be yes. for using a mobile behind the wheel. It's quite interesting. The um, the the kind of lead on this issue yeah. in the police force has said that she feels as if we are we're, we're going to lose the battle unless things can be ramped up unless there is a decent punishment we are going to lose the battle you have to compare it to drink driving
7: and drink driving for year for decades was kind of acceptable you know it was in fact, it wasn't kind of it was acceptable you go out and you know it was a done thing you go out and people would would drive with quite a lot of alcohol in them and then I don't know, late 70s, you know, the the tide started turning and it's taken a long time for it to become, you know, for, for, for
6: people who drink drive to become the, the pariahs that they, they deserve to be, you know. Well, it would be interesting to see how we're going to deal with this problem, but what should the punishment be for using a mobile behind the wheel? I'd love your call from 9 on 08459 four double five five double five. One question. Yes. When you said this yesterday, what did you mean? Can't sex sometimes just be about bish-bash-bosh, let's get on with the grouting? <laughs> well, just that. <laughs> just that there's all these people yesterday on my show talking about how you know sex has got to be all about love and got to be all about spirituality and you know let's run around the garden first naked and read poetry and then we'll make love for 14 hours surely sometimes in a relationship sex can be about let's get this done um we've got to do the grouting
0: Call
1: 08459 455 555.
0: BBC Three Counties Radio. I mean, how important is grouting?
7: (laughs) Well, this talk of grouting has got me feeling
0: very (laughs)
8: fruity.
7: (laughs) Yesterday, we brought you the story of a massive hole that's developed in the garden of a block of flats in Watford. Justin Daly was going to toss uh, something down there. He bottled it this morning. (laughs) Residents living there have covered up the hole up with deck furniture as a temporary measure. But the question is now, who's going to pay to fix it? Well, earlier we heard from the freeholders. They own the land and they said, well, there's not really anything to do with us, Governor.
8: No, they said that the residents, the management association, said,
7: are the ones that deal with the grounds. The <laughs> residents need to sort it out, but hopefully the the, the, the freeholder company insurance will cover it. Um, but, and he sounded like a very nice fellow. And we're going to speak to him next week and find out what the insurance said. My, my thoughts on the insurance company? They won't touch it. They won't touch it.
8: Well, the, the difference is, it's, he thinks it might be some sort of sinkhole or a drop hole or something no, it's like not, that. It's made. got bricks on it. It's, it's a well, isn't
7: it? I can't believe that's not on the deeds. Well, I mean, he said it's not, so I do believe it's so not on the deeds. Someone's turfed over it in the past. Yeah, 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 I just, I don't think the insurance company are going to touch that with a bar. that's Governor. And I, I said this yesterday, and I say this now on air. We'll be talking about that hole not being filled in two years from now. That hole will still be there. Guaranteed. Or the residents
8: will get fed up and do something about it.
7: Yeah. Well, why don't they just chuck all the furniture down it instead of over the top of it? That's one one solution. Anthony Essien is Chief Executive of the Leasehold Advisory Service. Morning, Anthony. Good morning, I've Ian. had cause to use your service in the past. May I say, keep up the excellent work. Oh, you're very kind. Thank you. Uh, th- 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 for those who don't know, freehold and leasehold, g- can you explain in kind of simplistic terms the difference and, and, and what the roles are?
19: I'll, I'll give it my best shot. Um, imagine in your mind's eye, I suppose, two detached houses next to each other. Yeah. We look at the front doors of both, house, a on the le- house on the left, house on the right. House on the left is freehold, house on the right is leasehold. Um, to look at them, no difference. The difference is in the name of the tenure, freehold. With freehold, essentially, uh, you own the property outright. That includes the land on which it sits. Um, with leasehold, the house on the right, it's not the same thing. No. Uh, what you have, essentially, is like renting a property, um, the right to exclusive possession, the right to use it, to occupy it for a number of years. Um, when it comes to owning leasehold property, owning flats, for example, uh, that tends to be leases of 99 years, 125, and 999. And I suppose fundamentally that's what makes it mortgageable and gives the impression uh, absolutely of ownership. Um, leasehold is used very commonly for flats because um, it's a mutual relationship between the people who live there. You're side by side underneath other people, etc. And unfortunately with freehold, um, the obligations that arise from freehold can't be enforced very easily against the people who subsequently purchase it. Right. That doesn't apply in leasehold. And if you imagine a leasehold block of flats where you couldn't enforce repairing obligations between neighbours, it'd be pretty perilous. That's why our system has yeah. leasehold in flats generally rather than freehold.
7: You've seen the photos of this hole in the, uh, uh, from our Facebook page. Yeah. Um, it looks man-made. It looks like a, 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 a well. Who's responsible, the freeholders or the the people who live in the flats?
19: Well, one thing I haven't mentioned so far is the lease itself. It's the lease that makes it the fundamental determinant of who does what and who's responsible for what. Ah. I don't know what the lease says. Um, It sounds like the chap that you spoke to earlier, the managing director, director has had a sense of the lease and what it says the residence management company is responsible for and what the the freeholder is responsible for. That's where they'd have to look, really.
7: It, it's, it's such, I mean, it's, it's such a, a complicated thing, isn't it? But management companies, how do management companies work? What's their responsibility?
19: Are you talking about the residence management company?
7: Oh, blimey. So there's, well, there's the, there, would there be a residence association, which would be like a sort of committee that the residents have set up themselves?
19: You can have that, but that's not something that applies automatically. Right. Um, this situation sort of sounds like, to me, you've got the freeholders, yeah. um, you've got lessees of indiv- individual flats but another party to the lease sounds like a management company that the lessees are all members of. Now, in that typical scenario, it's the management company that the lessees are members of that has the responsibility under the lease to repair, maintain the building, upkeep of the guards and that kind of thing. But how it falls in this particular case, I don't want to bore you, depends on the particulars of this lease. And that's what I'm sure the lessees, the freeholder have been looking at to see where responsibility lies.
7: Anthony, you've, you've explained that brilliantly. Thank you very much indeed. Anthony Essien, Chief Executive of the Leasehold Advisory Service. Uh, Henry Pryor, property expert based in Hertfordshire. Who do you think is responsible, Henry? Well, well, this is uh, quite an unusual situation, I think.
29: It is indeed, Ian. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. Morning. Uh, I think Anthony did a fantastic job explaining um, the complications of different tenures um, we talk about uh, freeholds and leases tr- uh, day-to-day on three counties. When we're talking about leases, we tend to be talking about what are called assured short hold leases. That's just for a year or possibly three years. Um, but this is a complicated situation. Um, you may recall, Liam, um, the-, the sinkhole that opened up in, in Hemel-Hempstead last year, yeah. and indeed a large one in, in High Wycombe. Um, earlier on uh, last year. I suspect, looking at your Facebook page and the photographs on, on it, that this is not going to turn out to be a ge- geological phenomenon. No. It looks brick-lined, and I agree with you. I think it's man-made. It's going to be one of those things that was covered up in the, mi- in the mists of time. And it wouldn't, it, it wouldn't surprise me to find that it's not actually mentioned in... Uh, the, the legal documentation. Tell me
7: why, because I, I would have assumed that something as big as that, if, if we assume that it is man-made, w- would have had to have been on the deed somewhere.
29: Well, we, we, we live in an era, all, sadly, and we live in an era, don't we, that, uh, of where, where there's blame, there's a claim, and, and uh, we all assume that somebody somewhere must be responsible for it, and if they're not, then they've dropped the ball and uh, they, 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 we should be able to come after them. In reality, uh, because human beings are fallible, I suspect that what may well have happened is that this well head was covered over whilst there was some landscaping going on before the the block of flats was built. Um, At that time, somebody then came round and started drawing up the legal documents. Um, As Anthony explained, first of all, there'll be a a lease um, from the freeholder to the head lessee, that could be the management company, and then there will be subsequent leases that trickle down uh, between the management company and the individual residents in the flats. Uh, on this site. My guess is, and I don't want to cast aspersions, but I suspect that you may well be very right, as usually, and I think we may find ourselves revisiting this over the weeks and months to come, because, as we again have discussed on your programme, when we were talking about fracking rather controversially this time last year, do you remember? Yes, We talked about fracking and who owns what. When you own, although you may think you own your home, you don't, in fact, usually own the ground under it, or indeed the air over it. So as a result it may turn out contrary to what the managing director was saying that the freeholder still owns and mm-hmm. is responsible for what is under the surface of the property uh, and that may well be depending on the size of the bill what the insurance company and the residents will argue.
7: Yeah, it's going. Things like this always. They start off with everyone being very polite and very nice, but uh, it, they they tend to get messy and messy. Have you ever come across a, a mysterious well opening up in someone's back garden before,
29: Henry? Yeah, I have, fun enough. I mean, I live on the east side of Stevenage, and with, as with a lot of properties, not just rural properties, but also um, urban properties. Uh, Before we had mains water, everybody lived off well supplies. I've got two in my garden. Oh. Um, So, you know, it's not that uncommon. What's much more worrying, much more more concerning for people, uh, as we discussed last year, are these uh, geological phenomenon, sinkholes and the like, that open up to everyone's surprise.
7: Henry, good to talk to you. Thank you very much indeed.
1: Travel news for beds, hearts and bugs.
0: BBC Three
15: Counties Radio. It's busy on the M1 northbound between Junction 13 for Bedford and 14 for Milton Keynes and the A1 southbound is looking very slow from the Holiday Inn towards Sterling Corner. On the north orbital road that's very slow around the M25 Junction 21A roundabout and having a look at the speed sensors in High Wycombe, the A40 London road is looking very slow in both directions. On the trains, London Midland are saying they have possible delays uh, and for 45 minutes because of the signal failure at Wembley Central. So that's affecting the London Midland trains between Tring and London-Euston and southern services between Milton Keynes Central and Shepherds Bush. Samantha Bruff, BBC Three Counties Radio.
1: Across beds, hearts and bugs.
0: This is BBC Three Counties Radio.
2: It's 8.30, I'm Simon Oxley. The BBC has found there's been a sharp fall in the number of drivers receiving penalty points for using a mobile phone at the wheel. Meanwhile, a police officer has been assaulted by a driver he was trying to give a speeding ticket to in High Wycombe. The Labour leader, Ed Miliband, has rejected an offer from the SNP's Nicola Sturgeon for their parties to work together and Harvordshire County Council say 95% of children have been allocated a place at one of their preferred schools but nearly one in five missed out on their first choice. Three Counties Sports.
0: BBC Three Counties Radio.
2: England need eight wickets on the final day to win the first test in Antigua. The West Indies will resume on 98 for two, chasing an unlikely 438 to win. Former England opener Geoffrey Boycott says an English victory is not guaranteed.
6: Although England have a a goodish chance of winning, it's not not for certain on this sort of surface. I've seen people before uh, bat all day, me included.
2: Practice starts at midday, our time for Sunday's Bahrain Grand Prix, with Hartford's Lewis Hamilton looking to follow up last weekend's win in China. In football, Watford continue their Championship Promotion Challenge at home to Sheffield Wednesday tomorrow. Tonight, second place Norwich hosts fourth place Middlesbrough. In League One, Milton Keynes Dons hosts Leighton Orient, second place Preston, just three points ahead of the Dons, are at Port Vale tonight. In League Two, third place Wickham travel to Wimbledon tomorrow. Here's manager Gareth Ainsworth.
19: It's now getting back down to earth quickly. We've got Um, three huge games coming up starting with Wimbledon on Saturday uh, and picking up a couple of injuries wasn't great on Tuesday night, so uh, we'll be getting those uh, reassessed.
2: Steve Ninja away to Accrington and Luton who are outside the playoff places host struggling Hartlepool. Manager John Still will be without striker Paul Benson after they lost the appeal
18: against his midweek red card. You know let's hope that we can sort of get something from Saturday that can take us to the next game. We don't know that yet, let's let's do that and, and see where we go. It might lead to an unbelievably exciting last game of the season, but until that comes, we don't know.
2: And in Speedway, Rye House make the long trip to Plymouth in the League Cup tonight. They host Sheffield in the Premier League tomorrow evening. BBC Three Counties News and Sports, the next full bulletin is at nine. <laughs>
0: Call
2: 08459 455 555. BBC Three
1: Counties Radio.
7: I'm surprised Mia's not worked her way back into the studio. She's
0: biding her time. Thing is, she's so
7: tiny, she could be anywhere. I mean...
8: We'll just
7: check. Kelly, you're not sitting on Mia, are you? Um, let
9: me have a look.
7: Hang on. No, not Mia, someone else. Okay. well, they can stay, they can stay. Marlene's in Dunstable. Good morning, Marlene.
16: Morning,
9: Ian. What have you got for
7: us, Marlene?
16: Idiots on Phones.
7: Oh, yes, yeah. so a great band.
16: Yeah.
7: <laughs> it's it's actually not a bad name for a band, is it? Idiots on Phones.
16: Somebody followed me all the way from Hotcliff, down the thorn Turn on the phone. Oh, yeah. Then I kept putting my hand over my ear, gesticulating to him, get off the phone. Yeah. And then his conversation obviously came very animated. Yeah. Phone on one ear, hand waving about on the other. And the trouble was, then I became dangerous because I was taking more notice of him at the back, behind me, than what was going on. And that happened all the way into Pointers Road.
7: (sighs) Really? What? (laughs) (laughs) Well, then what are you... The thing is, though, Marlene, you shouldn't have let him distract you. You should have focused... You should have thought, he's an idiot, I'm going to focus on the road. (laughs) You put...
16: You've got an idiot behind you, you can't help it. Oh, oh, that's the thing. Well, my, my <laughs> driving... Mind you, I am elderly, so that's my excuse. You, should, I'm you, to you it. shouldn't
7: be allowed to drive.
16: That's not nice, Ian. I should...
7: I would... Take your driving licence away, Marlene.
16: <laughs> that's not nice, Ian. Take your, take <laughs> that's your not dri... nice you've at got, all.
7: You've got a bus pass, use that. <laughs> have, you, uh, have you got a mobile phone, Marlene? I have. Have you ever used it whilst driving?
16: Never, ever,
7: ever. Look me in the eyes, Marlene.
16: I am, I'm looking you in the eye with my wonky eye, do you remember?
7: Oh yeah. Oh, that one. Oh, <laughs> it's <always> wonky-eyed Marlene. <laughs> what well, is it? One eye's going to the shop, the other one's coming back with a change. Now That's right. <laughs> have you ever sent a text whilst driving?
16: Definitely not. No,
7: no, no. Ever read, you, You're driving You're driving back from, um, from the co-op and you've got your shop in and your phone's on the passenger seat, you get a beep beep, which means someone sent you a text. Come on, Marlene, you're telling me you've never, while you're driving, picked up the phone. Oh, it's a text from Steve. Oh, he wants dinner tonight. How
16: did you know my son's late?
7: Ladies and gentlemen, (laughs) I have the gift, Marlene. You're a good sport as ever. Special powers. Really angry, uh, very angry tweet from Scott. And I've got to take out one, two, three swear words. Oh, my goodness. That bloke had two flipping wells in his garden. Talking about Henry Pryor. And you didn't ask it if he'd ever fallen down one. You flipping well, uh, idiot!
8: Clearly he's not because he was talking to us on the phone. Well, he might. but
7: He could have got back out of them. You, you, you fall don't down get a out well, you get out of wells. Of course, you get out of wells. You wouldn't get out of a well. You'd be oh, scrabbling like a little puppy trying to open a door. Who me? Yeah, that's it. That's why I'm looking at you.
9: Yeah, but the listeners don't know that. You oh could right, be so now we're them. going to be pointing
8: that out every time. Theater
7: of the you mind.
9: Could be talking to the listener, uh, and they'll be thinking, "Yeah, you're right." Actually, I'm, I'm worried to talk to. I'm worried
7: to talk to the listener because Mia might turn up again. Well, yeah. I liked her. I know you did, because she's taller than you, but only a little bit. Yeah. Only, an, only a little she's bit.
8: She's taller than me.
7: She's brilliant, Mia, but thank you so much for coming in. That's uh, Bright Down Morning. What you got in the papers?
8: I'm just looking at that fella that married two women. You're right, he's a very, very lucky man. Because
7: those women, they are hot. With a bit of makeup.
8: They must be uh, well. Either he's very—he's a scintillating company, or uh, they're uh, daft.
7: The one story, just quickly, uh, just look at page twenty-nine. and go on. Uh, Just, just read the headline. You don't. Uh, then you can go back to your page. Just read the headline out loud. We don't need to investigate the story. Page twenty-nine, 29 of the Sun. Twenty-nine
8: of the Sun. Naked man has sex with a tree. That's all we
7: need to know. What's what that about? Let's go back. Let's go back to the story that you'd found, please. Oh eight four five nine four double five five double five. By the way, is the phone number?
8: People having a bet that, uh, that Kate's having a baby.
7: Yeah, people are on being called Alice. Yeah.
8: It's not going to
7: call it Alice.
8: Alice isn't posh enough.
7: I like the name Alice. I think it's a great name. Alice is made up. No, Wendy's made up. Yeah. Wendy's made up, isn't it? Yeah. By um, uh, Peter Pan. The man who's a Peter By Pan. By Peter Pan, yeah. Peter Pan. Wendy is a... Ma- How can you make up a name? But Wendy sounds like a name, doesn't it? Sounds like Wendy. Yeah, I know it does. But it sounds
8: Bendy. like a name... Bendy, but so.
7: why would you? Can, can we? If we were to make up a name now, Wendy, because you, you, Wendy sounds like a name. You make up the Who's who it? Who wrote um, Peter Pan? Lewis. Jane Barry. By uh, Jane Barry. So if you make up, you, you make up the name Wendy, and everyone goes, "Oh yeah, oh Wendy." You go, "Yeah, I made that up." No, I've heard that before. You made that. Up. Oh, it sounds like a name.
8: You can't tell these days because everyone's making names. But up.
7: if I was to make up a name, um, uh Clampod. That, sounds, that,
8: that That doesn't sound like a name. Though, it doesn't sound like a name, does from it? On this planet, anyway. Um, Prodling. Prodling, again, not many ING names. Uh,
7: what about... Uh, um Doesn't sound like a name, does it? Doesn't sound like a name. But Wendy sounds like... Do you know, I, I'm really struggling to express this because my mind isn't quite working as, as I like it to work today.
8: Crasslin. See, that... That could be a name. No,
7: Crasslin. no, mate. It just sounds a bit like your name. Yeah. Well, you can't just... All right, peon. <laughs> Smelly. You know, it just sounds like. Wendy sounds like. Did you know the name Wendy was made up, Kelly?
9: Sorry. I... There we
7: go. Don't apologise. don't apologize. She had no Do idea. Know, you know, Wendy is a made up name.
9: Yes, yeah, from Wendy House. <laughs> uh,
7: um, no, actually, oh, no, letter, letter.
8: No, but she's half right. No, she's. Not. the other way around. What? Wendy House is because of, of Wendy yeah. and Peter Pan. Yeah, but so they it's built not... her a house in the woods because so they? Not... they didn't want to live with but the But so it's
7: not from Wendy House, though?
8: No, it's from Wendy, though.
7: Okay. Chris, have you ever made up a name? Uh, only CB names. We talked about that. This the penguin. The penguin, <laughs> you see. The, but that, Okay, but <laughs> imagine making up the name Wendy. How cool would that be?
13: That was my first girlfriend's name, Wendy. Ay, oh, but oh, oh. You, took me, you took me. You took me.
7: Monday. Sorry, hey, Monday. You know hey, my first boyfriend's name was Chris. <laughs> Go on. Sorry, Chris. Was it what? Chris. Chris. Well, what about what would you want with him?
8: No, I was saying that's my first boyfriend's name. So I mean, it's what special is? powers, Chris.
7: Yeah. No. What, what do you want to tell Chris? Chris. <laughs> Tell him.
8: I'm sorry, it was all my fault.
7: What? OK, I forgive you. By the way, guys, isn't there something magical about a first girlfriend and first boyfriend's name? Let, 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 let's do it. Let's do it. Kelly, first boyfriend's name. Oh, she's on the phone. <laughs> first boyfriend's name. Wait, what Ian? <laughs> He's <laughs> called what Ian? What Ian?
9: What did you say? I'm on your... the phone to Ben in Wickham.
7: Oh, there. morning, Ben. First, Your first boyfriend's name.
9: Oh, I can't remember. What? what? Me? What? I, I think it was hey, Chris. What was your first boyfriend's name?
7: Thank you, Chris. <laughs> My first girlfriend's name was Kerry. And doesn't the fir- the first name of our boyfriend and girlfriend take us back to a magic? If you want to phone up and just say your first boyfriend's girlfriend's name and then put the phone down, <laughs> Oh eight four five nine four double five with five. With Chris, five. I
8: hated his guts for quite a long time. Yeah, so you going a out sign, with him? Isn't it? No, before. Yeah. Then I liked him.
7: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, Kerry. Kerry, <laughs> Kerry, Kerry. Chris! Hi. What, are you Are you um, driving and talking? I'm driving. I'm on, I'm on hands-free. I, when I rang in before and spoke to Kells, I was just... No, you um, spoke to
8: me. Never mind, Christian. You oh, Got me so quickly. Sorry. <laughs> um, it's part of the I, problem. That's uh, why we're not together back.
10: anymore. Um, I'm just north of London now, just coming down to Scratchwood. But when I spoke before, we were on about the truckers and so on, on their phones. Yeah. I was all the way from Flittich to the Junction 13 by a, a, a lorry driver on the phone, on the phone in a flatbed lorry. Yeah. And I have got... Should we name his shame or not?
7: No, 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 don't know. Let's not okay. name shame. But yeah, there you go.
10: But anyway, you know what? Professional drivers like that, there should be a very severe penalty for them using their phones. It's their livelihoods, you know better, surely.
7: Yeah, well, you, you would think they, should, they would know better, and yes, to the lot of them. Thank you very much indeed, Chris. Ben's in Wick. Good morning, Ben. Good morning, Sam. Are you well? Yeah, I'm very well, thank you. Have you got a beard? Eh? Have you got a beard? Not at the moment, no. Mustache. Yes. Yeah, you sound. I, I can hear. Can I, can hear, hear the the, I can hear the. I can hear the moustache. Mm-hmm. Yes, it, it, it's got some of Last Night's Supper on it. Yours is quite a big moustache as well, isn't it? No, it's not. Oh, so well, Like a little Hitler it's one. It's under my nose. Are you would a jubilee? Are you a spiv? No are you smoking so a rollie I've Trying to sell um, dodgy uh, dodgy.
28: Uh, d- well I've done a bit of that in the past Goodness, yeah. Haven't we all What have you got for us Ben I was in the kitchen last Saturday um, The accent is on your four year olds In your programmes these uh, last few days When my four year old great granddaughter Came in and yes. said What are you doing And I said I'm slicing some toasted, uh, some buns So I can toast them for your tea Beautiful. Can I do them And I said no it's a sharp knife yeah. Nanny just bought it with that, I put the knife across the end of my thumb, with a sharp <laughs> intake of breath, she said, what's the matter? And I said, i cut my finger. Yeah. And she looked at me in total disdain, walked towards the kitchen door, turned around and said to me, you should have had an adult with you. Yay! You were pwned by a four-year-old. Absolutely.
7: Ben, what's the name, name of your first girlfriend, please? Susan. there we go he, he had to stretch back but he did but well, he had to stretch back with Susan Mark's on the uh, line. Morning Mark. Morning. What you got for us boss? Um, regarding heavy goods and uh, phones. Yes? The drivers already face a thousand pounds and
10: six points.
7: What? Say that again?
10: Heavy goods drivers already face a thousand pound fine <gasps> and six points.
7: If they get caught driving with the, while they're on their phone? That's correct. Oi! Then why but, do so many of them still do it?
13: But there's another thing. Go on, Mark. Uh,
10: CBs. Yes? They come under uh, a different role altogether because the police use uh, that particular type of uh, communication. Yeah. And fox
7: services are exempt. Oh, so you can go on the CB radio and be the penguin. Yeah. But you can't go on the telephone. That's correct. Mark, name of your first girlfriend, please. Oh Christ! I couldn't. Christ, gosh, he goes back a long way. Thank you, Mark. How can you? How can no one remember the name of their first boyfriend or girlfriend? I'm talking about your proper one. Talking about like proper, some kid not at school. you know when you're seven and you're holding hands with with Joanne. um that was Dean Joanne Laws. Yeah. Oh, I had such a crush on Joanne Dean Laws.
13: Bottomley.
7: Joanne Laws. Um, everyone had a crush on her. About the age of eight, nine, and then uh, she, she was um, the first person in our school whose parents got divorced, oh. and then she, they got remarried, so she had a different surname. She came Joanne Hill. And we had like a big talk about it, you know. We were talking. To her, everyone had a crush. She was so beautiful, and she got in touch with me. I don't know, maybe ten years ago on, I guess MySpace or something. And um, I could, she just said, "Oh, just, all right, Ian. I just, you know, I nice see you on the telly. Just, you know, i have not, not spoken to her since I was about ten. She moved away." It was like flipping egg. And I right back said, I it's so nice to hear from you. I'm really glad to hear you're doing well. I've got to say, I had such a crush on you at school." Never heard from her ever again. That uh, was the end uh, of that. That uh, <laughs> uh, was the end of that.
8: What did she think that. Uh, uh, no, it's it nice the, to you... hear that, isn't it? Once you've got a bit of distance. Oh, maybe she
7: thought I was. Um, Cracking on. Uh, Mr. Lover, Lover. Oh.
8: Well, then you laugh oh, it off and romantic. say thanks very much, and that's the end of nah, it. I was
7: chancing my arm. Sick. You never know. You still don't know the name of your first boyfriend?
9: I think it was Craig.
7: <laughs> Craig. Well, no, Craig. we were
9: really young. Like, No, were we in proper you know, boyfriends? Uh, what? Define proper?
8: Proper.
7: Just proper love, proper love, and going out with each oh, other for proper, more than two weeks. What,
9: real, actual love? Yeah. 17. That was he his was name. called
7: 17? <laughs> I'm going to. We'll come back to her later on when she. Let's give us. Let's just let her think on, her, on that room on her own for a little bit. She's really. You're right, love. <gasps> yeah. Is she crying? Yeah. Good. About 17. Good. She should be. <laughs> travel
1: news for beds, cards and bugs.
0: BBC Three Counties Radio.
15: The M1 has queues northbound between junctions 13 for Bedford and 14 for Milton Keynes. is looking very slow on, in Dunstable on the A5 High Street North. That's very busy around West Street and in Highwick on the A40 London Road is busy in both directions. In Borenwood on the A1 southbound there are queues between the Holiday Inn and Stirling Corner and in Watford on Chalk Hill that's looking very busy around the bushy arches. On the trains there are still problems with seven trains suspended between Milton Keynes Central and Shepherds Bush because of a signalling problem at Wembley Central. Samantha Brough, BBC Three Counties Radio.
7: Sammy, thank you very much. Right, it's 8.45, it's Friday the 17th of April, I'm Ian Lee. These are your headlines on BBC Three Counties Radio. The BBC has found there's been a sharp fall in the number of drivers receiving penalty points for using a mobile phone at the wheel. Meanwhile, a police officer has been assaulted by a driver he was trying to give a speeding ticket to in High Wycombe, well, High, Wickham, High because Ed Miliband, uh, other towns are available, has rejected a direct offer from the SNP leader, Nicola Sturgeon, for their parties to work together. We're going to humiliate Dealey in a bit. Before that, here's the weather.
0: Beds, hearts and bucks weather.
1: BBC Three Counties Radio.
22: Hello, good morning. It's going to feel a bit chillier today than it did yesterday. We'll see some good spells of sunshine, but um, but the air's slightly cooler, slightly drier, and uh, we've also got a strengthening easterly breeze as well that are coming in off the North Sea, so to, in exposure to that wind, it will feel mighty chilly at times, but you know, nice and warm in the sunshine, and there'll certainly be lots of warm, sunny spells around as we head through the rest of the day. Just a chance over eastern areas of Hertfordshire in particular that you might just catch a few spots of rain falling from the thickness of the cloud, but that's all. It will be generally, and most places are going to stay dry. Now, afternoon temperatures not as high as yesterday, but still 12 or 13 degrees, that's 55 in Fahrenheit. Overnight tonight, some evening sunshine, and then clear spells for the most part we will see it stay dry. Um, The wind is going to keep any frost at bay, it'll still be quite breezy through tonight, and breezy into tomorrow as well. Uh, But lots of sunshine around tomorrow, dry for the whole weekend, temperatures around average for the time of year, sort of 13, perhaps 14 degrees. Um, Plenty of sunshine on Saturday but Sunday is going to be a cloudy day. Still dry, though, and staying dry into next week. That's the forecast.
0: Roberto Peroni on BBC Three Counties Radio. Tip-top etiquette expert William Hanson, who is not a fan of politicians oversharing. Oh,
12: good afternoon, Roberto. I feel slightly nauseous <laughs> about
11: that music. <laughs>
0: Every weekday from three.
11: Let's talk to Harriet Harman, the leader of the Labour Party.
0: We've been in
24: Bedford and Cambridge and we've had very interesting discussions. Let's talk cold callers.
10: Do you have a tried and tested method of getting rid of cold callers? You've got to make up a word before you go on the phone and so you can fit that word in without them realising. In the most time.
12: Saying om um, actually helps you feel calmer.
0: Do you believe this show? Definitely. And since I read that, I've been doing it and I'm well chilled. Roberto <laughs> Peroni, weekdays from three on BBC Three Counties Radio. Call 08459 455 555.
1: BBC Three Counties Radio.
7: Anyone else um, not give us stuff about the pictures from the new Star Wars trailer? did not
9: even
7: know there was one. Yeah. Fans thrilled as new Star Wars trailer offers clues to The Force Awakens. When's it coming out? I bet it's not coming out for like two years.
9: May the 4th. That's normally when
7: they'll do it. Yeah, they do it and then May the 4th be with you. Clever, clever. they do that. No, December the 18th. What's
8: that got to do with
7: anything? December the 18th be with you.
8: (laughs) 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 The new ones are rubbish. Just leave them alone. Well, fair
7: play. J.J. Abrams is doing these. He did the Star Trek. Reboots and the, the the I only saw the first one. The first Star Trek film was brilliant. Okay, it was proper brilliant. It was awesome. This I'm not sure if it'll be awesome or not.
8: It's got old Harrison. Ford oh, it's in got it.
7: old Harrison Ford in it. It's got all the, the Star Wars characters from the original movies. <coughs> will be in there. and Ford, Princess Leia, and um, Mark Hamill playing. Um, Why are you doing he'll you he'll
8: have, Jonathan Ross? <laughs> he'll have some. He'll have some good set pieces, some witty dialogue, and uh, a lot of
7: fun for all the family. Two thumbs up. Um, here we go. Puff and nonsense the backlash begins. It began with me. E-cigs don't help smokers quit the fags. Electronic cigarette smokers are more likely to keep their tobacco habit than those who don't use them, research shows. The e-cig users, known as vapists...
8: (laughs) By you.
17: Leave them alone. Sorry. <laughs> Leave them alone. The
7: bullies that attack me. The bu- this this clip will get posted on an internet forum yeah. for vapists, and I will get loads of abuse in about a week's time from some American idiots yeah. who are, oh, oh, you are vapists
17: and you present vapist radio shows. Listen, they're, they're, they're trying to give up smoking. No, they're they're not. trying to do the uh, right thing. This is what this
7: story is saying,
17: Justin. No. They're not. But what they are is a little bit arrogant.
7: They're a lot arrogant. They're larrogant. The e cig users known as vapists. Vapists are 50 less, 59% less likely to quit the real stuff than smokers who've never used the battery-operated products, and they're 49% less likely to cut back on cigarettes. So half of vapists still smoke the same amount of cigarettes. They're, they're Gs for Ps, gluttons
17: for punishments. Calm down.
9: I calm down.
17: Because <laughs> <laughs> oh, you
8: said when this first started that um, it normalises addiction, because they can just be addicted for life. Yeah, exactly. Although guys. we don't know about the health thing. Yeah, no, we don't not know. So sure, it's safe.
7: And it's coming out. It's coming out. I'm so tempted to unblock all of those vapist idiots on Twitter. <laughs> Justin, speaking of idiots. <laughs> Good morning, sir. Good morning to you, boss. How are you this morning? Very well, thank you, sir. You've you been uh, you've been
17: busy this morning. Yes, I've been looking at. Been homes. very busy. You've been very busy. Good morning, yeah. sir. Good morning to you. Good morning, sir. Good morning to you. Good morning, sir. Leave it. Good morning, sir. Stop it! Good morning, hey! Tasty. Yes.
7: <laughs>
17: Voices are from the streets.
7: Voices from the street. I need to tidy these up. OK, thank you, bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> now, um, you came up with... What was this nonsense you came up with, Catherine? Which hole... Holes that make you go, wow. Took
8: your breath away.
7: That's actually quite a good one. Holes yeah. that make you go, wow. Which holes... Take
17: you- we had one phone call on it just. Great call, though. It was a in fel- the hole in polos. Yeah, I-, I would say the call of the morning, exactly why this phone in has worked. His well, his call
7: in was but he, what he didn't realise was he was calling in on another subject we've not thrown out yet. Mm. Old tweets. No, 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 no. <laughs> what did you spend your first paycheck on? Oh that, that is a good one. That, that is a, a good, good one, one, isn't it? That is a good one. We'll be doing that next week. And oh he, next week. He'll be doing that on Monday. He anticipated that. He wasn't calling in about holes that make you go, wow. <gasps> Holes me you go wow he was calling about you well, spent your first paycheck on.
17: I liked his story good old Horace oh. good guy mm. Mm.
7: wait well, well daily yeah I see you've got one minute 59 of audio in have you padded that out by putting the, is is the 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 music on the beginning of this no okay
17: no. I don't I don't get your beef with this phone in it's rubbish, mate.
7: What did you well you did this on Twitter last night. First of all, don't road test material for this show on, on the internet. What yeah. responses did he get on Twitter, Catherine? Rude ones. Yeah, what did Scott say? The whole the whole that's taking your breath away. <laughs> I have a little guess. He said you're bum. <laughs>
17: <laughs> yes, so I've taken this uh, to the streets yes. this morning I'm live in Kings Langley right now Home of the hole it, I, Well, not quite No, no, we a little uh, bit
7: moved away from there the, yeah.
17: the hole is in Leaveston yeah. And um, I was there this week uh, This 20 foot hole in a communal garden When I got there, I looked down the hole It took my breath away and then you, you doing didn't dare that? look down the hole this morning uh, Well, the hole's been covered again by the local residents I'm, you I'm you not going to take the wood away You said this morning, before you left I'm going to take the wood away Yeah. Yeah, geez. Yeah, okay. Yeah, geez. Okay, boss, whose name's above the door? Is it yours, or is it mine? it's my name it's your name okay so 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 i go i remove the wood i remove the wood put it back don't put it back properly even though i think i have done a child falls down the well later on and injures themselves if not worse your name's above the door simple
7: solution put the wood back properly do you notice everything about this story right catherine yeah and this is i think that we're lucky it's not as bad as the curse of tutankhamun where everyone went mad or killed themselves Mm. that actually happened the curse of this is everybody is passing the buck Nothing to do with me, Governor. Yeah, yeah. I'm
17: not taking responsibility for it. Yeah, exactly. Yep. exactly. Um, so that hole took my breath away. Got me thinking which hole has taken your breath away. Uh, I'm on the streets of Kings Langley and this is why this has worked this morning. People have got some very interesting stories. Take a listen. It's a great hole. Is that it? No. Tee it up again. I'm in Kings Langley this morning, talking about holes which have taken your breath away, yep. inspired by the hole in Leibston. Here's what happened. It's a great hole. Is that it? <laughs> Come on. Tee up. On, on. Tee up again. Come on. Okay. So I'm in Kings Langley, yep. talking about uh, which hole has taken your breath away, inspired by the 20-foot hole in Leavesden, which took mine away. Here's what people had to say. It's a great hole. Is that it? No. All right, god I can't get it to work. Here we go, Joan. Here we are on the streets of Kings Langley this morning. The hole which took your breath away was when you had your ears pierced. Mm. How old were you? Eighteen. Describe the uh, the pain. Well, it was you'd just gasp, you know. Yeah. Just took your breath away, just mm. like that. Yeah, it did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Was it like a?
24: Yes, that's right. Yeah.
7: Okay. Love. I'm gonna right. We're gonna break this down, Justin. Yep. Yep. That hole didn't take her breath away. That was, that was, what what um, injury have you foisted wow. upon yourself wow. that to,
17: uh, hurt you? Incredible. That.
7: I will tell you what each of these people are talking, what their phoning is they're yeah, okay. That one is, okay. what injuries have you, <laughs>
17: What when have you paid someone to hurt you? That's what she's calling it well, about fair there. Fair enough, okay. okay. Should we carry on? Yeah, yeah. We go we ...earrings, by the way. Thank you very much indeed. Have a good weekend. Thank you. It's a great hole. Pete, tell me about the hole
12: which has taken your breath away. Well, one that comes to mind is the 17th for St Andrews in Scotland. There's quite a tight dog leg, and you've got to, your driver's got to go over the corner of a hotel. Catherine, that's... that's, that's not... Where
8: have you been on your golfing holiday?
12: Guys? just carry on. Yeah. And got to, if you don't land on the fairway, if you go slightly left, you're in all the rough. And
17: how would you play golf? So when you saw that, you thought, wow,
12: it quite literally just, oh, yeah. it took your breath away. And your second shot's even more difficult, because if you go over the hole, yeah. you go out of bounds on a road up against a, a flint wall.
8: Can you still talk about golf?
12: Yeah. What's the longest you can talk about golf
8: <laughs> <laughs> Golf
12: or Call me now. Horrible bunkers around a hole as well, so it's very difficult, I think. It's
8: What's another name for a sandpit?
7: Other uses for sand? Call me now.
17: It's a good point, well made and uh, well explained as well. No, thanks, thanks for your time. Okay. So, so far, Justin, yep. the
7: two voices have not spoken about holes that make you go, wow. Well, they have. That's oh, the they hole. have.
17: Ray, which hole has taken your breath away?
7: Courtney Love. Now, mm. come on. <laughs> Which four-letter bands do you like? Do you love her? I
17: do. Thank you very much.
8: He has no idea who she is.
17: <laughs> <laughs> OK, let's go. We've got another 43 seconds of this. Thank you. <laughs> oh, Brian. Oh, Brian. This is the Holy Grail. Traffic, hole in my shoe. It took your breath away. What's your memories of listening to that? What oh. made you think about it, yeah. What was it?
8: This is, can you give me a quick one for my musical moments for the weekend show? <laughs> <laughs> nope.
17: This is, this
7: is two birds, one stone. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you listen to it to find out what it was about. You know, yeah. This is, This is. Uh, what holes have made your teeth go
13: away? <laughs> I can sing it now, but I'm not going to. Oh, go on, please. No, go no, on, no, sing no, no, I remember a Hole in my shoe. No, I can't sing. Your mouth will dry.
17: Your mouth's dry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Are you a pro? A what? A pro? What a pro. Well, a professional, you're saying your mouth's dry. Are you a former singer? No, no, have Traffic hole in my shoe. Took your breath away when you first heard it. You wondered, what on earth is that all about? That, that hole in for shoe? me, is perfect. Thank you so much. All right, thank you there. Justin. Guys. Justin. Guys. 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 Justin. 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 Guys. What was that all about? I've delivered you with the goods once again. I've delivered you with four stories. You I've came up with I've delivered you once. with the goods. What does that even mean? I've, you asked me to go on the streets and ask people about holes which took their no, breath away. No, I didn't you, you, ask thought, you to. You, you thought,
13: insisted.
7: You, you insisted you wanted you it. That.
17: I gave it to you. You thought nobody would have any stories. did I would come on here and be humiliated. I've given you four of the very best. The creme de la creme. <laughs> The only four. The creme de la creme of holes. Yes. Justin, guys. could you sing to us? When a man loves a woman.
7: Thank you very much indeed, Justin. Well, isn't that wonderful? <laughs> JBS hasn't heard that before, look. Isn't that wonderful? That's it. We kind of petered out the last four or five minutes. I mean, really. Uh, really but you guys should have been listening to the first hour. Ah. That was
8: special.
7: Uh, podcast will be out a little bit later on, probably pop up in a couple of hours on the BBC Three Counties website. And then uh, it tends to get onto iTunes sort of Friday afternoon, Friday evening, or thence about. Let's get the trap! Travel news for
1: beds, hards, and bugs.
0: BBC Three Counties Radio.
15: There are queues on the M1 northbound from Junction 13 for Bedford to 14 for Milton Keynes. And southbound, it's looking very busy on the exit slip road at Junction 14 for Milton Keynes. In Bedford, the A6 is very busy northbound between the A421 and Rope Walk. And in Dunstable, the A5 High Street is very slow around the Church Street Junction. In Mill Hill, the A1 Watford Way is busy southbound between the Apex Corner and Mill Hill Circus. And on the trains, southern trains are suspended between Milton Keynes Central and That's because of a signalling problem at Wembley Central. Samantha Brough, BBC Three Counties Radio.
7: Thank you so much, Samantha. Guys. Yay, d come on, give us a break. That's it, that's your lot. Thank you very much, Kelly. Thank you, uh, Justin. Guys. Catherine, we need to have a word after the show. I mean, seriously, this cannot continue. Podcast will be up soon on Monday. Oh, do tune in between six and seven. It's the secret hour. We're going to try and name it. Oh and let's let's end with a little bit of this shall we have a good weekend everyone ta ta when a man loves a
0: woman and vocal across beds, hearts and bucks.
6: This is BBC Three Counties Radio. Thank you, Ian. Good morning. Welcome to the JBS Show. I'm Jonathan Vernon Smith. It's Friday. It's nine o'clock and on today's big phone-in, what should the punishment be for using a mobile behind the wheel? Fewer people are being prosecuted for using their mobile phone behind the wheel as more and more guilty drivers are sent on educational courses instead. The number of drivers given points for mobile phone use dropped by nearly a quarter from 2013 to 2014, the steepest drop in five years. Lead officer for roads policing, Suzette Devonport, says that she'd like any driver caught using a phone more than once to face disqualification. But in reality, with more and more drivers avoiding points and fines in favour of four-hour-long educational courses, we are getting softer on people who use their phones whilst driving it would appear. Well, I want to hear your thoughts on this today. What should the punishment be for using a mobile behind the wheel? Pick up that phone. Come on and have your say on 08459
0: This is the JVS Show on BBC
6: Three Counties Radio. You'll call in just a second, but first, let's get the latest BBC news. It's one minute past nine. Here's Simon Oxley.
2: The headlines, sharp fall in drivers getting points for using a phone, Milliband rejects deal with the SNP and police investigate Luton Road incidents last night.
0: BBC Three Counties Radio.
2: The BBC has found there's been a sharp fall in the number of drivers receiving penalty points for using a mobile phone at the wheel. A freedom of information request to all forces has revealed a fall of nearly 25% last year with more people being offered an awareness course. Mark Turner is chief executive of the Bedfordshire-based Road Victims Trust. I
10: don't think it's the police taking that off the ball. The police have got loads and loads of other things that they have to do and they have to try and prioritise. We know that across three counties every year, beds, hearts and cams, 90 people will be killed. They're not all, of course, as a result of mobile phones, but there is a significant number and a growing number of collisions that are occurring because people are using their phones.
2: Meanwhile, a police officer has been assaulted by a driver he was trying to give a speeding ticket to in High Wickham. It happened at 11 p.m. on Wednesday night in Chestnut Avenue when the traffic policeman.